Hello, everybody. Just Hello. for posterity. We don't we don't want this to be an extra long recording, so we'll get this started as quick as we can. Guess but this like... is Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice, the theatrical cut, not the ultimate cut, because it's the version that we like watching better. And it's shorter. Yeah. And it's also probably more readily accessible to people. Nobody's so... got three hours. I hate to break it to you, Zach. Although we should now I'm second guessing myself because they only have the ultimate cut on HBO Max, so maybe that's the one we should do. Maybe that's the one that most people have access to. But it's not as funny. It's not as good. Yeah. Okay, we're just going to put our foot down. If you want to engage with this, you got to get the theatrical cut. Fuck you. Yeah. That's uh, the best one. Um, only real real fans of Batman v Superman. First of all, you have to watch <laughs> it on film. Because uh, digital, it, it shrinks the pixels for the modulator, and honestly, you just don't get the grain and the emotion and the tears on the film from the editor who died making it, so, like... <laughs> okay, so let's get her done, right? Let's yeah. get her done. Uh, let's start the movie in three, two, one, now. So... See, it's, so there, here's there, here's the thing. There is a lag on Discord, but it should line up anyway. If I understand yeah, it'll how it'll line up well works. enough. And if we're like three quarters of a second off from each other, it won't be the end of the world. Uh, so so yeah, this is a commentary track on Batman v Superman, Jackson, and I'll tell you, you exactly why we're doing right this. Now. You can. <laughs> you are People, okay. messing up the. <laughs> they are laying the <laughs> land. Why Why are we even doing this then? Why don't we just tell people to watch the movie? <laughs> no, I'm just saying right now, Jackson, they're setting up the emotional heart of the movie. Okay. You have to watch uh, this little asshole run into the woods <laughs> as slow as fucking possible. We are, are mere moments away from the Snyder Cut dropping on HBO Max. Uh, and... When I say mere moments away, I mean like three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but Batman versus Superman is one of Adeline and I's favorite movies ever. We saw this movie this. for the very first time in in the Dolby Theater at AMC Twenty uh, with friends of the podcast Ethan Goins and Chloe was there too, right? Yeah. Well, I think it was everybody. Chloe's never been on the it? podcast, but. No, I think it was just the four of us. Um, but we saw it in the biggest screen with the rumbliest seats. And it was just a truly transcendent experience. Because this movie is, like, so Run, fundamentally... Run. He's running. Is so fundamentally weird <laughs> and silly. <laughs> just laughing at him eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Scoot? This movie... Scoot McNary? Scoot McNary. Uh, I don't remember who he plays, but he's a guy. Uh, <laughs> the Bruce H. <laughs> we... And, you know, I suppose you could listen to this without the movie. I suppose it might still be some kind of content. Um, but, uh, like, the thing about this movie is that it just hits this perfect sweet spot that we love. Where it's like, this is a big weird fucking interesting swing of a movie made by a filmmaker who doesn't give a fuck you know yeah and like 
it's so funny in the sense that there's a lot that I really genuinely admire about it. Yeah. But there's also a lot that's so fucking goofy and so self-serious and so pretentious. Oh, yeah. I can't help but just get so excited about it. I don't know. Well, it's just like... I don't, I don't know, like, we've said this, like, the thesis is, like, it's 50% genuinely really good movie and 50% just ridiculous fucking bullshit, and they just, right. and they just overlap Martha. in the perfect way. It's, like, the perfect right. movie-going experience, I think, is Batman yeah. versus Superman. And, and the reason we're doing a, a commentary track rather than just doing a podcast episode about it is because... We just want to make sure we really we just get want our you points to know. across on this one. Yeah, <laughs> like this is because because like- here's the thing is that Zack Snyder and especially the whole Snyder cut thing and especially Batman versus Superman is kind of a hot issue. Yeah, and we're worried that if we just do a regular podcast about it, our attitude won't fully get across. So we want to give ourselves just the perfect environment to just make our feelings public <laughs> in the longest form and as. As granularly as possible. Oh my god. So, so, so Bruce Wayne's getting attacked by a bunch of bats. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, so he fell down because a hole at his parents' funeral, <laughs> as you know. Criminals are a superstitious and cowardly <laughs> lot. And here's the part where he's floating. He's enshrined yeah, by flying, bats and he's floating up to by the, the sky. Bats. Uh, and <laughs> and <laughs> this is why this movie fucking rules. <laughs> and people say... This is one of those things. People say, like, oh, this is such a boring movie. Like, it's just another one of those superhero cash grabs. Who cares? Like, wh- what movie did you watch? Do you remember in like, Iron Man where a bunch of different pieces of iron float around him in a giant vortex <laughs> and he flies into the sky and is cementing his fear of iron forever? Right. And d- See, before you're like, what the fuck? Because you're already like, what the fuck? Like, right off the bat, Bruce Wayne is like, it was a dream. It was a dream. It was real. <laughs> Chill out. Because right. you're losing your fucking mind watching baby Bruce Banner fly into the sky <laughs> in a cloud of bats. I always forget about that weird title card. Yeah. Like, the only title card in the movie. To tell you that we're in Metropolis, even though where the fuck else would we be? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. New York City, um, 1945. Because look, 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 we were we were supremely let down by Justice League, right? Because oh, we love yeah. this movie so much, and the Justice and, League was just boring. Yeah, and w- the Snyder cut feels like the the like Zack Snyder delivering on the promise of se- of, of like bat four shit years crazy, ago, going all yeah. out, taking it as serious as we can. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and like, I don't know how else to say that like. I do genuinely really like Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. Yeah. I think there is a lot of vitriol towards him because people just don't like him, which is fair. You don't have to. Yeah. But, like, I I am really... There's something so quintessentially himself about all of his movies. He's just like, yeah, pretty much every movie I make forever now is going to be, like, some adaptation of a... Frank Miller comic book. Yeah, he knows what he wants, and and he's just gonna do it. And, like, he's gonna do it as big and as weird and as self-serious and important, in quotes, as possible. Yeah. You know? And I just, like, I know 
that they're not as deep as they think they are. But that's, but a that's part what of I it. like about it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm so excited about them. Um, and like, I'm just so amped to see the Snyder cut because it looks like it is so much that, you know, yeah. it looks like it is that just absolutely next level. By the way, all this stuff with Bruce Wayne driving around during the events of Man of Steel fucking kicks ass. Yeah, no, it's super cool. I wasn't left. I love like, this it's scene. Just, it's so good. This whole scene of just like, because people were, what they didn't like about Man of Steel is that they just like decimate the city and like you don't see any people. And then this like being on the ground level for that is super cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it really genuinely like applies like weight to this tragedy in a way that Man of Steel very pointedly didn't, you know. Yeah, because Man of Steel it, they just like level the entire city and they're like, anyway, bye. <laughs> yeah. But this like and I say this every fucking time we watch this. This scene right here, where you can see the lasers coming through the building, it like syncs up with that scene in Man of Steel. Yeah. Where he's blowing lasers out of his eyes. And you can like put them next to each other and they like match. So sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it really feels like he's almost, like, taking criticism about Man of Steel, you know? Yeah. Where he's like, okay, people didn't like the way that we handled the destruction. What if we, like, went all the way in the other direction? Like, yeah. sort of tried to course correct, and we're like, here's, like, a ground-level experience of God, that, that, that phenomenon, you know? It's really cool, too. Fuck it. Yeah, horse! good in the horse! Horse! There's the horse! Horse number one! There he is! There's a lot of horses in this movie, for reasons that we haven't ever been quite able to pin down. No, maybe, like, war... Uh, <laughs> yeah, horses are war boys. Horses can be war boys. I can't feel my legs. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I, would happen. Do you want to? <laughs> I would consider the alternative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my mic's a little bit hot. I'm gonna turn it down. Okay. Testing, testing. I'm not pausing or anything. I'm just turning my mic down a little bit. We're fine. Um, little girl about to get crushed by a bus. Oh, save that girl. Save that girl. Yes, yes. Oh, we got him. Uh, it's okay. I'm Batman. I mean. And okay. So, here, so here's something I want to just get off my chest in this, in this space. Yeah, okay. <laughs> where we just talk about how much we love Zack Snyder. I think people are super fucking mean about Zack Snyder online. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the people just have a lot of emotions around this because it it's it's one of those red flags. If someone's like, I fucking love Zack right. Snyder, you're like, who, why? <laughs> who hurt you? Who are, who hurt uh, you, who are you? You know, like, uh, it's yeah. never... Which is true. I mean, it, and I can't pretend, like, Zack Snyder's, like, sensibilities don't attract a certain kind of person yeah. who... I typically don't like. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I mean, I don't want to reduce the movie down to that, obviously, but like that, it, it is a phenomenon yeah. that's like worth looking at, but I still just think that doesn't, that does, I don't know. People are so angry all the time about Zack Snyder. Yeah. And every time he does something that they don't like, they're like, fucking Zack. Did you hear what Zack Snyder just said about the Joker? It's like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, did you not like it? No, I didn't like it. I didn't like with Zack <laughs> Snyder. Like he has it. bad, he has bad takes about Superman. And you're like, okay, Jesus, like it's fine. You don't have to like it. Just chill out, Jesus. <laughs> Gotta get that rock. We got so a big rock. 
He was Jesse Eisenberg exploiting native workers yeah. to... We don't even give them a location or just, like, somewhere in the Indian Ocean, whatever. (laughs) Right. It's just, like, some brown people are being exploited. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Uh, And, like, okay, okay, okay. And here's another thing, just considering, like, the way people react to Zack Snyder stuff on social media. The whole Joker Jesus thing, which is hilarious. Yeah. uh, I think, okay, people are, like... What's up with Zack Snyder? Why is every... Like, every character can't be a Christ allegory, Zack. And to which I say, okay, A, I don't think Zack Snyder's really ever done a Christ allegory in the way that he does with Superman, so it's a weird criticism to make. Yeah. And B, just because there was an image of the Joker dressed up as Jesus doesn't mean that he's going to treat the character of the Joker as a Christ allegory in the yeah. movie, you guys. Well, so with that whole Like, it hasn't fucking, even come out yet. With that whole fucking little nut, is there that added thing of, like, Jared Leto, like, actively has a cult of young women right, who worship him? True. Like, actually really is, has a cult? Yeah, and that is a different thing than what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. No, but some people were worth... saying it's like it, that it was less Zack Snyder and more Jared Leto's weird thing of thinking of himself <laughs> right. as Christ, and the Joker is right. just kind of weirdly a part of that. Also, like that's yeah. just Jared Leto being a fucking insane person. But at the same time, I almost like the idea because, like, what I took away as soon as I first saw it was like. I don't think this is Zack Snyder being like, the Joker is the Christ allegory of this movie, he's the most important thing in the world. I think it's him being like, I think Jared Leto's Joker wants to be transgressive in a way that other Jokers aren't, you know? Yeah. Like, this Joker is, like, actively, he's, like, literally this Joker's like an edgelord. He's, like, yeah. going out of his way to push people's buttons, you Abs- know? Yeah, he's, like, in a, a weird that- gangster. He he is, like, Banksy. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think that version of the Joker dressing up like Jesus feels about right to me. It feels like something that character would do to be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Fuck Jesus, you know? Especially in Zack Snyder's whole oeuvre of, like, taking everything as seriously and as gritty as possible. Yeah, so, like, the Joker thinks that he's Jesus. Be like, yeah, man, yeah. (laughs) Right. Anyway, this is the part where Superman does a Benghazi. Yep. In this totally normal, forgettable superhero movie that they make, like, eight of a year. Yep, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just actively commits a war crime. (laughs) We all remember when Captain America did a Benghazi and when Spider-Man did a Benghazi and... (laughs) And you know, when the Power did Rangers a did a Benghazi. Yeah, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did two Benghazis in that movie. That movie was produced by Michael Bay, though, so there is a decent chance they might that have they actually, actually done maybe a Benghazi. Did that, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a while. <laughs> I've never seen it, because have you looked at that movie? I don't want to look at it for <laughs> yeah. more than one minute, and it's two hours long. That was one of the first dates that me and Anna went on, was we went to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Oh, wow. Theaters. And you're still together? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember why we did that, but we definitely did. First date movies are always hilarious. <laughs> well, it wasn't our first date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no, even I think know. it was our first movie date, but... It was it was just one of the early ones. Yeah, but it's like what's the what's the first like movie date that you went on? And it's always something weird like that. <laughs> right. So just to be clear, Lois Lane is a badass girl boss journalist. Yeah. And she she's reporting on an insurrection in an African country. Yeah. But then she gets in danger, so Superman just shows up and wrecks shop. 
and just kills and everybody. Too. And so then all the people are like, hey, Superman killed exactly. everyone. Yeah, he like just shows up and causes a whole bunch of carnage in order to just do what he thinks is right. And they're like, yo, this is a complicated geopolitical issue. Yep, yep, yep. Which, you know what? Anakin, it is. Basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He does what Wonder Woman tries to do over and over again in Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh-huh. What if I just killed everybody? Wonder Woman, no! <laughs> that will not solve World War One. In fact, that's how that's what got us into World War One. And then this movie's like, Superman's like, oh, what if I just killed everybody? Like, that would solve the problem, right? And it's like, no, fucking idiot, it wouldn't. <laughs> Don't and get look, it twisted, though. I fucking love Amy Adams. For sure, absolutely. I even think she's very good in this yeah, movie. Yeah, no, she I think this is, is a very she good does movie. a very compelling performance. <laughs> um, what was I getting around to, though, about Wonder Woman? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so so Superman is another thing that people have very strong opinions about, especially when it comes to Zack Snyder's take on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, people are just really mad about the entire idea of taking Superman kind of gritty and violent and seriously, you know? Yeah. Which is, like... The same sort of thing as all the other stuff. It's like, that's fine. You don't have to like it. It's okay. But there's not something morally compromised about telling this story, yeah. you know? I mean, I, 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 we've said this before. What gets people frustrated is that if they don't like this version of Superman, they don't like the gritty realism. realism and then, But we've just so saturated the market that there's, like, there's nothing. There's only that, you know? That's true. But, like, I don't know. I think I really like the idea of, like, introducing a really, like, genuinely complicated moral issue to Superman. Yeah. You know? And, like, not that you couldn't do that with a Superman who was, like, the perfect good or whatever. But I kind of – I don't think this Superman is even necessarily a bad take on Superman. I think people – It's just the context around it and the positions they put the character in that people don't like, you know? Mm -hmm. You're missing the part of the movie where Amy Adams takes a bath with a very crucial piece of evidence. (laughs) Right, yeah, she's thinking on it. (laughs) Yeah. Could you not touch my neck? You did just kill, like, a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) He gets home and he's all just like spattered in blood. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, honey." She's like, "What he's did just you like, do?" And oh, he's babe, like, "What's wrong?" Oh, so this guy uh, robbed a drugstore, so I just killed everyone in the drugstore. <laughs> yeah, because okay, because that's the thing about Man of Steel too, right? Is that that's that's the thing that people hate about it is that he kills General Zod at the end. Yeah, that they 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 put Superman in a no win position and he has to make a decision to kill to kill somebody in order to save others, which. I would argue is a new and fresh take on a Superman movie. Yeah. You know, people haven't done that before and it might not be what you want and you don't have to like it, but I think it's totally valid as an idea. Yeah. Um, and like this whole thing. And, and I like the arc of these three movies as a trilogy of man of steel, Batman vs Superman and justice league. You know, the Snyder Cut, hopefully, but even still the regular Justice League a little bit, being this, like, triumvirate of, like, w- Superman has got to be a secret. And the second one's like, well, now everybody knows about Superman. How do people react to Superman? Mm-hmm. And then the third one's like, well, now Superman's dead, so 
how do people react to the fact that Superman existed and then died? <laughs> you yeah. Know? What do we do without Superman? Yeah, what do we now? do now that Superman's fucking dead? Right. It's like the three questions are like, how would humanity react to Superman? How does humanity react to the reality of Superman? And what does humanity do without Superman yeah. <laughs> after they've learned about him? This is the part where Batman gets to be very gritty. <laughs> this is the part where... <laughs> this is part, it's, it, it, the movie is weird in that it kind of flips on its head, like what's usually the relationship between Batman and Superman, where I guess both Batman and Superman are very no-kill. So making Superman be the one that's okay with killing is weird because it makes Batman be, like, the moral police. Even though Batman doesn't right. kill people, he does beat the fucking shit out of people. And they kind of talk about it a little bit, like, here because he, like, brands them. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck, Batman? Right. It's, yeah. But, like... There's, um... It, it sorry, feels like ahead. a weird been... morality of Batman being like, you're killing people. And it's like, dude, you broke that guy's femur legs and snapped his neck <laughs> because he sold drugs. What the fuck are you talking about? Right, yeah. And that's... This is one of the things we're choosing to watch the theatrical cut because we like it because it's sort of shorter and snappier than the director's cut. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The director's cut introduces an idea that I think really sort of informs a lot about this movie, which is that like Superman <laughs> sort of <laughs> that's the that's the good part where he's in yeah, the corner where he's Jim carrying <laughs> up in the corner or it's Steve Martin, you mean in the Pink Panther? Yeah. Uh. But, um, <laughs> this movie Christ. ends up, <laughs> this movie is, like, very critical of Batman, and, like, the director's cut especially. Oh, yeah. In the sense that it's, like, uh, you know, Batman's, like, brutalizing these guys before they, he takes them to jail, and then there's, I think in the regular cut, there's the version where it's, like, oh, guys who have a Batman brand get killed in prison, like, 100% of the time, <laughs> you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Jesus, like, that's a pretty intense Batman. And then in the director's cut, there's this whole sequence that's added in where Clark Kent is, like, doing research on Batman. And he goes and, like, interviews a whole bunch of, like, sort of, like, poverty line citizens and they're all like, yeah, we're fucking terrified of Batman, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Batman is just, like, terrorizing this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Well, because this, I, and, I know, really do like this Batman of, like, an old, tired Batman who, like, is still sticking to his code, but it's at the point where he's just, like, exhausted and doesn't doesn't give a shit. And we have hot-ass right. Grandpa Alfred, who's, like, suave <laughs> yeah. and wears suspenders and a vest. Right. Is like a silver fox. Look at this fucking yeah. Alfred. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I think I said this at some point, but it's so funny to me because like Alfred being kind of sassy to Bruce Wayne is like a classic element of the character. Yeah. Right? He's sort of, he's sort of the only guy who can kind of call Bruce on his bullshit, but like the dynamic between Ben Affleck and, and Jeremy Irons in this movie is like, it's kind of written like it's supposed to be sort of, sort of fun and flirty. But, like, in execution, just seems like Alfred, like, really, truly, in real life fucking hates Bruce Wayne. Which I kind of like, because like, if really you have, like, an old, tired Batman, you've got an even older and more tired Alfred, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, at one point, they had a fun rapport, but now it's just dissolved into, like, genuine venom. Yeah, you just know? like, fuck you, man. <laughs> um, 
bien, you know, like, I don't know. It's one of those things that's like, I like having seen the director's cut because it informs the way I watch the regular cut. Yeah. And I still get to watch the regular cut and have it be shorter and snappier, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. You give, get to you get to kind of enjoy the superposition of both states if you're familiar with yeah, both. Yeah, like give me the deep lore and then just let me watch Lord of the Rings, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I keep I was talking um, to my friend and she was like, I can't remember anything that happens in Lord of the Rings, and I was like, Were you watching the extended versions? And she was like, Yeah, I think I was. <laughs> and here's the thing: I am a person who grew up with the extended versions for a long time. That's the only right, versions right. of it that I had ever seen. And then I just watched the regular versions of Lord of Rings. I'm like, oh, this is so much more fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, this is better for sure. And, like, I like having seen the extended exactly, versions. Exactly, yeah. I like having the There's good stuff in them. But, but I'll always want to watch the short Yeah, exactly. One. Watching the extended version of Lord of the Rings is the same as just reading the Lord of the Rings. Like, it, <laughs> it takes the same amount of time. <laughs> um... But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, this movie's all about responsibility in different ways and how these two guys have different ideas about what their responsibility is. And Superman is sort of saying, like, I don't think... I don't know if I have any responsibility to these people. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom said I don't. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm my trying mom to said I could just I be do. a real boy. Um, and Batman is being like, no, you fucking do. And... Like, I mean, I don't know. I guess not even necessarily that. It's more like the, the amount of power that you have is is just irresponsible to allow to exist, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but that's the thing is that, like, both of these characters are sort of acting irresponsibly in the, mm-hmm. like, Spider-Man sense, you know? Like... Batman is doing too much with his power and Superman is doing not enough with his power. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it's Superman is weirdly doing too much and too little. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I mean, that's the thing, I guess. I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I should say that, like, Superman's moral dilemma is, like, trying to find the butter zone. Yeah. <laughs> like... How, like, trying to find his Goldilocks level of crime fighting, where he's like, am I sticking my nose where it doesn't belong, and am I ignoring things that I could stop? Like, where's the middle zone between those two things? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Batman is behaving irresponsibly, too, because he's he's just he's just brutalizing people. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's stopped, he's stopped applying the correct amount of finesse to, to his, his crime fighting that he used to yeah. in his youth. And so, okay, we gotta talk about Jesse Eisenberg here. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> I think, like, just in general, playing Lex Luthor like Mark Zuckerberg is a fucking great idea. Yeah. I do and think he does slip just a little too much into the Joker sometimes. Right. That's the thing. They like him to be sort of menacing in a sort of unhinged kind of way. Yeah. But the idea of Lex Luthor being like a 24-year-old billionaire yeah, who just excellent. doesn't know how to interact with people is great, I yeah. think. I think Jesse Eisenberg's performance in this could be dialed back about six or seven notches. Yeah, just a scotch. But, <laughs> but the idea is there, and I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I get what he's doing. I wish he would do less. <laughs> I'm gonna pick your finger. 
And then here's this guy who's mad about the Superman statue. And Batman's going to kill him because he uh, defaced his public <laughs> right. property. Because he vandalized something. Yeah, so he did crime, uh, go to go to kill jail. That means he's going to be killed in prison because of his bat brand. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, this movie treats Batman like a cop. Like, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no. Hey, don't. No, don't. No, do, it's like me talking about fucking elementary no, school. No, don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm Kent. <laughs> God, there's a, there's a line that Lawrence Fishburne has in the director's cut. That is so fucking funny. And I can't remember what it is. But Clark says something like, Oh, and I think maybe I should cover this. I think that would be interesting. And he's like, Yeah, we can put it on the front page of Big Nerd Times. Or like something like that. (laughs) I don't remember what it is, but it's so fucking funny. That guy's pre painted my statue. I'll have to remember. I think he literally does says, why don't you tell it to Reader's Digest? <laughs> no, he says nerd. He calls Clark a nerd. <laughs> I remember that really explicitly. I don't remember what the whole zing was, though. <laughs> He's really disrupting the walking space. <laughs> He's disrupting the cloning and ancient alien industry. <laughs> I want a big bubble in the middle of the city. You got it. <laughs> it's an aircraft airplane hangar, I guess. I know. Well, I know it's like a thing. I mean, actually, no, I guess it's not because it's in the middle of a city. How'd you get a plane in there? I don't know what it is. No, it's literally there's an alien corpse and an alien ship in here from the time <laughs> that an alien came. That's literally what it is. Right. But it seems like it's a real building. Where is that? Like, what is that in real life? I wonder. Uh, I'm sure it's just like a science building. Right. I think a pipe is broken. Should somebody be worried about this? <laughs> but yeah, and I think, you know, there's a... There's sort of a gap in logic in the regular cut of this movie that gets sort of resolved in the director's cut, which is, like... There's sort of a jump between, like, Superman, like, being criticized for the way he handled that situation to him just being like, I'm angry at Batman, and you're like, I'm not exactly sure how it got there, mm-hmm. but in the director's cut, they make more of a meal of him being like, okay, I gotta think really critically about my responsibility and, like, what I should be doing with this power. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he basically catches wind of Batman and is like, yo, this guy sucks. And he seems, like, just about the right level for me to be intervening. And, like, that's because he needs to direct his energy at something that he feels deserves his attention Mm -hmm. more so than doing a Benghazi would, you know, it's something that, that feels like a win for him. And he's like, Batman fucking sucks. And that's, that's where he's going to go. Yeah. But then that makes the whole thing. Which doesn't really come across. I mean, the the Lex Luthor's plan makes no fucking sense. Like, I feel like if, I feel like you could have a Batman versus Superman without Lex Luthor in it and it would totally be fine. Well, here's the thing. Is that it? Because a lot of this movie is also about the like ideology of of like Superman as a figure and the way people interact with it. Yeah. And how many people 
just fundamentally believe that he should not exist. Just want him to not be a part of the ecosystem anymore. Yeah. And and that's Batman's motivation, but only because he's sort of being manipulated by Lex Luthor. Yeah. Because that's also his motivation. He thinks it's too dangerous. And if and for a long time I was like, there's no real reason. If he's if he's like creating Doomsday, why would he ever make Batman fight him? You yeah. know, like what does that do for anybody? But at the end of the day, I've made my peace with it because like because, like, Lex Luthor has this thing. He's like, I'm cloning this big giant alien monster to kill Superman. But that's just a plan B. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to... There's this guy called Batman. I'm going to see if maybe he can kill him instead. Just, I don't know, because it might be fun. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would a person think like that? But then I was like, well, the thing is, is that you could ask the same thing. It's like, why would a person write it like that in a movie? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because that's what, that's what he wants to happen. That's the narrative that he's trying to make happen. Much like Zack Snyder. Because, well, like, he wants a man Lex to Luthor's kill like, Superman, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's his own, like, thematic idea he's trying to incorporate into the script of real life to him. Yeah. You know, of his I guess plan. just, like, I understand the Batman versus Superman of, like, Batman doesn't like Superman. Superman doesn't like Batman. Luke's leather kind of, Luke's leather kind of eggs on <laughs> Batman to, like, really go ahead of it and really try to kill Superman. It's like, okay, great. Right. But then he's like, also, I'm going to kidnap Superman's mom just so that and then make him fight Batman. It's like, I feel like that's just like one more step that we didn't need. Like, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, he wants to make he needs to make Superman want to fight Batman, too. But he already wants to fight Batman because with the, I guess that's only in the extended. But like, if you if you cut out the Lex Luthor stuff, you could have kept in the part where he just doesn't well, like Batman. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I was in charge and I should have been. He's just raising the stakes. I mean, look, there's a there's a lot you can read into this movie of Lex Luthor sort of being a stand-in for Zack Snyder in the sense that, like, everything he does is just because it would be cool. Yeah. No, <laughs> Like, yeah. it raises the stakes. It makes it more intense, much in the way that Zack Snyder, while writing the script, wanted to raise the stakes and make it more intense. Everyone you know? is Banksy. Lex, Lex Luthor and Zack Snyder want the same, the same thing out of this <laughs> thing that's happening. We just wanted to be fucking cool. Yeah. Because he's a fucking 25-year-old billionaire. <laughs> right. And look, the whole making Holly Hunter drink piss thing is something I've spun 180 degrees on <laughs> from the time I first saw this movie. Because the first time I saw it, I was like, that's so fucking stupid and weird. Why would you ever do that? That's so dumb and I hate it. But now... Like, probably 40 or so viewings later. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's probably my favorite part of the movie. I think yeah. it rules. It's such a... It's so... Because I remember the first time I watched the movie, I was like, I don't understand what's happened. Okay. And the second part, I was like, right. oh, why? Why is... What? And then the third time, I was like, what a fucking power move. And then the yeah, room explodes. Yeah, that is like... Like, it's just... The, yeah. The biggest fuck you to a person ever well it's <laughs> like, like because of the conversation that they have and it's like the me- the second that you like put those two things together you know that something terrible is gonna happen and then the guy explodes like it's just it's just so good yeah and i think that i mean i don't know we'll get to that scene a little bit later this yeah. is just the setup is why i bring it up but i think the tension in that scene is so fucking good it is <clears throat> oh the painting's upside down or no it's, well, upside no, it's not upside down, down yet later it'll be upside down duh, duh. which i think 
which I think rules and everybody can eat my ass about it. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) So here's dream sequence number two. Or is it, Jackson? Oh, true. Um, So yeah, this is one of the things about... um, Oh, look, he's Superman. (laughs) It's true, it is Superman. It's like an angel. But Uh, but everything's on fire, so is he or is he a demon? Because I'm, like, I'm 13 and I'm on DeviantArt, <laughs> so it's all about angels yeah. and demons. Right. Um, which is why this movie's good. Uh-huh. And, uh, but, like, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's clearly, like, a setup for a long game that Zack Snyder's doing. And his original plan was to have two Justice League movies. Um, that would, like, sort of be a, a, a cap to themselves. Um and I can't help but wonder... What is this? If... <laughs> if... <laughs> it's, it's just good. The movie's just fucking good. <laughs> um, I can't help but wonder if Zack Snyder's Justice League is gonna be kind of both of those movies rolled into one, you know? No, oh, probably. Just be like, this is my shot, I'm just gonna wrap it all up and do all the stuff I wanted to do in Justice League 2 also. What's wrong, um, babe? Uh, nothing. Nothing. You wouldn't understand. So we walk around book as naked in my glass house. <laughs> He's on a lake, nobody can see him. Yeah, this is literally the the house from X Mark, you know? Yeah, man. How fucking sick would it be to live in that house? God, I would kill myself. I fucking hate the house in X Mark, you know. It's kinda of the point. Nah, it's good. No, it's not. You get to see the trees and stuff. The guy Jackson, shit? the guy gets logged in the house and he dies. <laughs> Yeah, but that wouldn't happen if it was just your house. <laughs> but it is his house. <laughs> this is the part where Amy Adams goes into the men's bathroom and the senator's like, oh, you got a big pair of balls to do that because she's a girl boss. Yeah. Uh, it's like mildly transphobic, but it's fine. Right. It's a lot of layers. So none of them are good, really. Uh. Although I do really think that the way that Amy Adams plays in this movie is so much more watchable than the way she plays in Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. Because in Man of Steel, it's, like, every bad screenwriting version of, like, tough girl, you know? Yeah. Where she's like, I'll get, you, I'll challenge you to a drinking contest to get that information from you, you know? Like, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what do you drink, Apple Teenies? And she's like, no, vodka, Fuck you know? bourbon. Do you I don't want a salad? No, I want a big burger. It's like, okay. I want a bloody steak or whatever. You're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And this movie has that, but definitely less, which is good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what this whole plot line is. It's like, because they found that guy... And he was at the thing where Superman killed all those people, and he's a Lex dude. Oh, right. So this is this is Lex Luthor planning evidence for Batman to find. That's right. So he's following a trail of breadcrumbs that Lex Luthor left for him. And he's just he's just being manipulated. Oh, by and Zach then he Snyder, gets the letters you know? from the wheelchair guy. That's like, right. Fuck you! I don't want your money. Even you though let, you, saved you my let life. your family die. When? <laughs> <laughs> I was seven. His Wayne, no, he's his business family. Yeah, I know, I know, because he doesn't have a real they're, family. They're a family there at Wayne Enterprises, and this shit rules. 
Yeah. This shit is so sick. Oh, no, it's Just, it. like, having a brief moment where it's just like, guess what? There was a Robin at some point, but the Joker fucking killed him. And yeah. that just informs the way we look at this character. Well, yeah, because you know? it's just, it really is, like... I think people misinterpret it as, like, this is, like... They see it as, like, this is, like, Batman Superman. It's like, no, this is Batman Superman, like, a jump into the future. Like, this is old Batman and Superman. Like, they have been around, they are tired, and they are angry, you know? (laughs) Right, yeah. And, because that's the thing, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but, like, Marvel's whole approach is, like, start at ground zero. At the beginning of Iron Man... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It takes place in the human world that we live in today. And then you build and you build and you build little by little by little, adding one thing at a time until you get this fantastical universe. Yeah. Which is insane and cool. But this movie does the opposite. They're just like, let's just drop you right in there. You yeah. know? Like, we don't need to set up every fucking thing. We don't need to tell you exactly what happened with everything. And especially if you're a real fan, because this one's for the fans. We all know yeah, that. Yeah, this one's for the fans. Uh,. Especially if you're, like, kind of already a fan of the source material, like, you kind of get it. It's sort of like feeding you things and informing you about the universe in subtle ways as opposed to, like, really explicitly being like, here's what happened and this is part of the events of the story. Yeah, this is know? how we keep the fake fans out, where if you don't know who Robin <laughs> and the Joker are, then fuck you, you're not gonna get right. it. But it's just, like, it's environmental storytelling. It really you know? is. I think it's yeah. good. I fucking love environmental storytelling. It's so fucking good. Why is Wonder is... Woman in this movie? Because <laughs> uh, it would be sick. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> so we can play our cool guitar sting whenever we want to. Yeah. This is This is probably... I don't know. I just... I go back and forth on, on Lex Luthor a lot in this movie. Yeah. Because, like, the thing I always say is that there's a big difference between playing annoying and being annoying. Yeah. You know? And he kind of J- uses that line like a jump rope. Yeah. Because, like, like, the example I use, like, Gene Belcher in Bob's Burgers plays annoying. Yeah. But he's not irritating to you as a viewer, you know? Yeah. He reads as annoying, and the characters in the story are irritated by him. But you as an audience member find him funny and entertaining, right? Yeah, like every single Lex character Luther, in regular show. Yeah, exactly. But, like, Lex Luthor is, like, irritating to watch sometimes. Not yeah. always, but sometimes. I also love this acting beat from Ben Affleck. Yeah. So, hey. He's like, oh, sorry, I forgot where the bathroom was. And then the instant she leaves, he's like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. I can't <laughs> like you his, fucking did this, Alfred, you piece of shit. His jaw, like, sets, and you could just see how much he hates everything and everyone all the time. Yeah. See, that's the line reading that fucking sucks. I, I know, I want to fucking slap this kid. <laughs> You know the, the Although I do like I do like that reverse shot of Clark Kent being like Okay. Okay. Right. Everybody else saw that? Cool. I yeah. feel like there's been the, the the discourse online is that everybody's been making fun of pick me girls. And so the what we we've like labeled now the pick me guys, which are like the I've never had a girlfriend. I'm so ugly. Leave, I'm used to it. Like every right. once in a while that like just like creeps into his performance, you know? Right, yeah.
Because, like, I feel like the difference between Christian Bale and Ben Affleck in these Batman movies is, like, Christian Bale is playing a lot of different characters, quote-unquote. Like, his, his persona as, like, public Bruce Wayne and private Bruce Wayne are very different, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's, like... Public Bruce Wayne goes from, like, being, like, very suave and cool and, like, you know, charming to being, like, sort of stoic and intense, but very, very righteous, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, in this movie, like, public Bruce Wayne that's Ben Affleck is, like, you know, kind of charming. He just kind of seems like a regular guy, you know? Yeah. He's not, like, more charming than anybody else you might meet at a party, but you're just like, that seemed like a nice guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the instant nobody's looking at him, you just see, like, this rage bubble up. This just, like, contempt for, like, yeah. every single person in the world. <laughs> Do you get it? And, like, like, having them meet as their secret identities is fucking good. And they don't know. I feel like Lex Luthor also being there is just, like, a little too much frosting on the cake. It's just, like, you could have just had them meet and did not have this annoying fuck-ass show up. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this girl is just, like, his assistant, and then she, like, leaves. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, this this is Clark Kent, like seeing Bruce Wayne and, like, immediately kind of figuring out that he's Batman. And yeah, that's, just that's like He's not really spark. hiding it. Like, he hides <laughs> it when he has to, and then, like, yeah, like you said, right. like, as soon as he, like, lets the facade fall away, it's just like, oh, yeah, that guy's Batman. Like, definitely. And it's, like, it's like Clark using his real superpower, which is journalism. Yeah. And his his, his nose for a story. Yeah. <laughs> To, to figure out that it's Batman. Man, the security and this of is this the point. party fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, this is the point in the director's cut where you get, like, this montage of Clark Kent, like, doing his research and, like, interviewing people and, like, doing some, like, real journalism in a way that I think is fun and cool. Yeah. Um, To be like, oh, yo, Batman sucks. He's a fucking cop and he needs to be dealt with, you know? Yeah. Hot lady saw yeah, me my, in the basement, gonna chase her out of the building. <laughs> my roommate cop. Vi has a really good take on this movie, too. Um, have we not? We should have Vi on the podcast. Why have we never done that yet? I don't know. Um, we were gonna have them on the podcast at one point, but I think it fell through, and then we just never got around to asking again. They've uh, been anyway. featured. Um... But, like, their take is basically, like, they were taking a gender studies class and they were talking about, like, you know, double standards and the way that we view, like, men and women both. Like, the way that, like, the gender binary sort of enforces, like, un- unrealistic standards on everybody. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and and his, his, their take was basically just, like, Superman, like, sort of represents, like, being a man in society. It's, like... There, there are just like so many different things that you're expected to be, mm-hmm. and and you know in a way that is true of women also obviously, but it's you know like I said it's kind of true of everybody in the in our society, but it's like just being 
like having different expectations from so many different people that are totally paradoxical and totally counterintuitive that you could just never you could never live up to it all at the same time. You yeah, know? exactly. This is the part where Neil deGrasse Tyson shows up, which is the worst. I hate it. Yeah, no. I am so sick of all the funny internet science men because they all fucking hate <laughs> yeah, anybody done. who is religious, and I'm just kind of tired yeah. of them. This shot right here is one of my favorite things about this movie. Like, that moment where it's like people are just in a natural disaster and their thought is just to summon Superman. Yeah, you know? no, it's so good. I mean, it to, shows like, just... how much of an impact that he has. It's like they're just like... Yeah. It's not SOS, it's just Superman. And it's like, just if, Superman. And he has 100% of the power to just not fucking show up, to just not do it. But he does, but it's like, if, if this is the way that we operate, like, how many times in, in, a, in a year are people gonna just be like, Superman, save me, please... And, like, if he has the power to do that for everybody, what's stopping him? And, like, you know, is it appropriate for him to always be there, like, 100% of the time? And, like, how does it, how does it all work? I think this movie is so good, and I like it so much. Yeah, the moral quandary of, like, what is the responsibility of Superman to humanity is really good. Especially because, like, he is a down-home country American boy, and then for, like, things like the Benghazi thing, (laughs) like... Like, what is his responsibility, right. like, A, as Superman, and B, to humanity, you know? What a fucking asshole <laughs> thing to fucking do. Something about God, him being so in the motherfucking wheelchair just makes you want to f- slam his head into the wall. Like, fuck yeah. you. Like, fuck you, dude. He can't. He can't, Lex. God fucking damn it. So, we've talked about this a few times. Yeah. Is our reading that the guy in the wheelchair knows there's a bomb and he's like, wants to be a suicide bomber, or is he being manipulated and taken advantage of? I always interpret it as as he knows that there is a bomb in the wheelchair. Because, like, him, like, defacing the thing and then, like, going to jail. I don't know. I, I interpret him as someone who has, like, nothing left to live for. Right, who's been radicalized. Yeah, has been radicalized by what's happened to him, and it's just like, he doesn't see any point in living anymore, and so yeah, he's intentionally being a suicide bomber. That's always been my reading of it. Yeah. Which I think I kind of like better. Yeah. In a way, it almost feels more insidious (laughs) than just blowing somebody up, I don't know. Yeah. Not in here, not out there. (laughs) But they do care about <gasps> Superman. And that's fun because you as the audience just bought a ticket for a movie called Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this sword. It's the Gordian Knot sword. But you know my dick isn't. Anyway, what's your name? <laughs> Although I think I do kind of like the reading of... Now that we've seen Wonder Woman 1984... Yeah. I do kind of like the reading of Wonder Woman being the opposite side of the spectrum. Who's, like, not doing enough. (laughs) Who has, like... 
oh, incredible yeah. powers and is choosing to not do anything at all. Yeah. Like, if, like the three of them, like, exist on a spectrum where Wonder Woman is like, uh, actually, I don't think I care. And Batman's like, I think I'm just going to do everything all the time and beat the shit out of everybody. Just destroy them. And Clark Kent is just like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck, Bruce? But yeah, I am trying to remember what Wonder Woman's, like, actual story arc is in this. Yeah, Wonder Woman's story arc is a little strange. Because she does just kind of seem like... Especially in Justice League, she just does just kind of feel like responsible woman. Right. Because she's the only woman, and she so she has to be vanilla because she's already woman, so she can't be another thing on top yeah. of woman. I and remember I remember I had some galaxy brain take about what Wonder Woman fucking represents in this movie, but I forgot what it was. Yeah, because uh, the answer is maybe nothing. No, I had a good take. Fuck, what was it? I'll, I'll get around to it. I'll, fi- I'll probably figure it out when we get to that part in the movie. Yeah, because she, like, okay, so she's just, like, here. She's just, like, around for no reason. And then yeah. they fight, and the big alien comes, and she's like, all right, I'll come help fight the big alien, and then, then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here's, okay, okay. This is this is the like eight minute dream ballet in this movie that makes me just like this is this puts this movie like on another fucking level. I know, fucking look know? at this dog, <laughs> Omega. God. Remember in Thor: The Dark World in the dream ballet. <laughs> yeah, the words like, dream ballet. This superhero movie. This is a fucking DC superhero movie play, with a dream ballet in Max. it. Uh. There's just always explosions. <laughs> yeah, there's like these perpetual explosions in the background. Oh, God, it rules. The Rock. And then Dwayne The Rock Johnson comes out and he's like, hey, man. Oh. This is just a glow stick. <laughs> yeah, it's a fake. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I know that, Jackson. I was like, that's not even really a joke, so I don't know. But I was like, because it's light bulbs, I'm just saying, well, if it's just okay. a glow stick in a box. All right. But yeah, it's just like, I feel like people are really angry and mean about Zack Snyder in a way that I don't yeah. always I understand. I did the fucking military guys with the Superman <laughs> the logo. Superman logo so fucking yeah. good. But it's like people aren't as angry about Michael Bay as they are about Zack Snyder, you no. know? Like, why is that? I don't get it. I don't know. I think it's because Michael Bay never pretends to have something to say, you know? Like I we, guess that's we true. like the, the way we say that we love it because it acts so deep and we know that it's not that deep and that's like a part right. of it. But like Michael Bay is never Michael Bay never has anything to say and he knows deep. he has yeah. nothing to say. Well, I think he yeah, I mean, I don't know, I guess probably kinda not. It's mostly just that like <laughs> He hates people. <laughs> yeah. And then the fucking, just the fucking f- f- guys that are from Justice League, but you don't know that yet. And why are they in yeah, the exactly. dream ballet? Don't ask questions. It's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing to a movie that's way worse than this. 
Well, we don't know. It might not be. Oh, yeah. We think it might be good, but little do we know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love how Bruce Wayne doesn't... He doesn't have that moment like the animated movies where like the mouse and the cat run by and then they run back again and this time the mouse is chasing the cat and then the guy like looks at his drink and pours it out. You know, that thing that happens in right, every animated yeah. movie. I really want Bruce Wayne to just wake up and do that, you know? <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> he like if wakes, he, like, up, wakes up pours out a bottle of wine onto the floor. Yeah, or just like brushes a big bag of weed into the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Throws away his vape. Yeah. <laughs> because she did weed once. I guess it is true that he's sort of doing... I think it's intentional that, you know, he's setting up that, like, crucifixion imagery yeah. with, like, him in the middle and two guys on the other side yeah, for yeah, Batman, Yeah, 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 that's too. definitely Jesus imagery. So it's like, I don't know, but I feel like he's not just... He didn't just forget that he was already doing that with Superman, you know? Yeah. It almost, like, sort of says, like, the way that they both see themselves in their own narratives. I fucking forgot about this. When did they do this in yeah. J Justice League? They don't! That's and I was so upset because I was so sure this was just gonna go unresolved forever. <clears throat> but now it's almost certainly gonna be resolved in, in the Snyder Cut. Yeah. But it's also to fuck off, pick one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To a dream within a dream. I guess they could say, like, oh, why wasn't that resolved? Oh, it was just a dream, actually. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> Rex Corp, we're like sex corpse. <laughs> anyway. Sex. <laughs> anyway, here's your mail or whatever. See you later. <laughs> Anyway, here's your horrifying mail, BRB. <laughs> uh, hey, somebody sent you some, like, snuff films? Just somebody sent up. you, like, um, a bunch of, like, uh, cut-up letters from a newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of... Because it's not, like, in an envelope. It's, like, no, wrapped, it's, like, in, like, wrapped up in a paper. newspaper. <laughs> Yeah, and he just, like, sees that, and he's just like, huh, and just, like, drops it off at his desk. Well, anyway, yeah, here you go, Kent. <laughs> You're the reporter, I guess. Not yeah, my job. whatever, not my problem. Hey, you got this envelope, and it's got, like, a white powder in it? Anyway, here you go. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> I think this one has a rat in it, and it's, like, kind of dripping. Anyway, here you go. If, I got an envelope for you. It feels like an ear. It might be an ear. Maybe a tongue? I don't know. I I mean, you're the reporter, you know. Here you go, man. <laughs> I'm just the male guy. It's a rock. A mineral. Smaller than a toaster. <laughs> Why do you say it like that, Luthor? Alfred's just like, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, because, because here's the thing, is that the plot of this movie is a little overly complicated, 
And I feel like if somebody hates this movie and they're listening to this, and they listen to me be say, like, I don't fully remember what this is or, like, what's going on in this scene as, like, a, a, a scathing indictment, you know? Yeah. But, like... I feel like it's just one of those things. It's kind of what we say about Iron Man 3 also, in the sense that, like, it's a little bit more complicated than it needs to be, like, a little more complicated than it is for its own good, you know? Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, that is just an absolute deal breaker in a movie like this, you know? Yeah, and it's just, like... And, like, for me, it's just not, because I don't need to know exactly what's going on all the time. And especially in a movie like this, I'm so much more invested in the thematics of it, Yeah, and it's, like, I can just, like, even if I don't know exactly what's going on, like, I can always follow along and just, like, be in it scene to scene. Like, I don't know. I'm just happy. I don't... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just a happy person. And I don't have balls either, so don't say that again. (laughs) I will talk to HR. I also don't think that Although you I do think, think I have this balls, movie because honestly, that's just an inappropriate discussion at work. <laughs> this whole thing is kind of the movie trying to have its cake and eat it too, though, where she's like trying to prove that Superman didn't actually do it. Yeah, well, it's it, like, it's I'd like, rather he just did. It's like both, because like he did do it, but like also it was Lex again pulling right. strings to like make him look like the bad guy. Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, it is just like having the cake, too. It's like, you could have just done it like uh, Superman just did that and we didn't need Lex Luthor being involved. And it would have worked perfectly fine. But at the same time, they're like, oh, Lex Luthor's behind everything, pulling the strings to bring these two people to fight. But it's like like they would have fought anyway. It's like, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just like, what's more important? The fact that, like, Superman and Batman have a disagreement that they're going to kill each other over or that Lex Luthor is Banksy, you know? Right. We all know that Banksy runs the government. (laughs) (laughs) This scene is so good. It is. So now, so that, in that truck, they got the kryptonite. Batman's trying to get the kryptonite. Because that was one of the, like, the biggest letdown to me about Justice League. Was that, like, say what you will about, like, the trend in the film industry of, like, things being gray and washed out, you know? Yeah. Like, being more monochrome than they are colorful. But, like, this movie so looks colorful. so fucking good. Yeah. And, like, well, I mean, it's not really colorful is the thing. But I don't care. I still think it looks great. Uh, and Justice League was fucking ugly as shit. That movie looked like garbage. Yeah, Justice League was not a pretty movie. Justice League just has fucking nothing going for it. It's like, we have too many characters, not all of them get developed all the way, the movie's ugly, nothing makes fucking sense, like, Justice League just has nothing going for it. There's, like, almost no redeeming qualities to Uh, Justice League. The only redeeming quality is that part at the end where Hammond, the cyborg, blow up the thing, and he goes, I wish I was dead. That's the only redeeming quality of that entire movie. Also, I like this mini gun that's just the back of the fucking Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. Yeah. This movie's just good. I like God, I know. I'm distracted. How <laughs> fucking cool this chase is. Because, look, okay. I have a beef with culture at large about Batman. 
Which is that everybody shat their minds over uh-huh. how Batman, like... I mean, they're not explicit about it. Yeah. But, like, how Batman kills people in this movie. Like, yeah. he blew up that guy's car. He, like, you know, shoots guns out of the front of the Batmobile or whatever. And it's never like, I'm going to kill that guy. And it seems like they're almost going for, like, kind of a plausible deniability. It's like, oh, I don't know. They're not dead. Yeah. But, like, I don't care if Batman is, like, killing these thugs, you know? Yeah. Because not only is, I think... Again? <laughs> Not only is, I think, Batman killing these thugs a totally valid take, like, in the context of this story, because it's all about him brutalizing people and being, like, totally jaded and totally, like, out of sync with, like, a real idea of justice. Yeah. But also, Batman not killing is not a real thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's a thing that was explicit to the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, right? Yeah. Like, Christopher Nolan introduced this idea that he has this moral code that he doesn't kill. And it's good in those movies, obviously. People Fuck love yeah. that. That's why it's, like, so indelibly in the culture that Batman doesn't kill now. Yeah. But, like, it's not really a fundamental part of Batman. It yeah. It just, for some reason, people can't let go of that idea. Um, Because, like, in the 30s, Batman was just a dude with a pistol. Yeah, it was just a guy with. It was just a rich man with a gun. (laughs) Yeah, he would just go around and shoot people. This shit rules. This shit rules. Fuck yeah! He looks like a cat. (laughs) God, this is so good. Uh, And then him just bouncing off Superman like that. I know, because you just watched him do all this fucking awesome shit, and then just him (laughs) running into Superman just fucks all his shit up. It's so good. Done. I can't turn my head. (laughs) Yeah, it's so clear that they fucking hate each other. There's just no reason for his mom to get kidnapped. Right. But, uh... But yeah, this makes absolutely no (laughs) sense. (laughs) The fuck you say? (laughs) Oh no, I just knocked my headphones out. (laughs) That fucking over-the-shoulder look just kills me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but, like, that scene doesn't make any fucking sense in the theatrical cut. Yeah, no, it right? doesn't. In, in the director's cut, it makes much more sense. Even if it is, like, maybe a little bit flimsy, but whatever. Yeah. It's, like, at least explained in some kind of way. Um. But, yeah, like... I don't know, this movie's just good. Okay, I do think... I think Do You Bleed is a really good line. For him to say to Superman. I think yes. that rules. I think him whispering to himself, you will, after he has already flown away, is fucking so stupid. Yeah, hey, hey, all It's like the perfect ever. Zack Snyder one-two punch of yeah. like, oh, that was really sick. And then you kind of just blew it at the end there, but yeah, whatever, exactly. it's fine. It's like, hey, all movies ever, when you have somebody say like an impactful line, have that just be the end of it. I want no one to whisper to themselves, never, ever, ever, ever. It's yeah, exactly. stupid when Loki does it. It's, it's the stupid. trust my rage thing. It's the fucking, I am fire, I am death. Like, it's exactly <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, smog in the Hobbit movies. I yeah. forgot about that. Trust my rage. It's like, fucking Trust, shut yeah. up. Fuck, shut, shut up. Okay, so I did accidentally pause my movie for a couple of seconds because I touched my headphones wrong. Jackson. Can you just give me a running total of what your time code is right now? 
I mean, it's 105.58.59. Okay, perfect. Thank you. 106.04.567. You give me a countdown. When you get to 27, say now. Okay. This is nothing for the listeners, but it's everything for me. Sorry. 20, 21, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Seven. Okay, we're back in sync. Thank you. Okay. Sorry about that, listeners. It's, it's bound to happen. You're good. No, so they're doing the hearing that they're like putting Superman on trial for being a bitch. Right. And the guy in the wheelchair is there. Lois Lane is watching it. Lex is there. And then Superman flew home really quick to talk to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which you can do if you're Superman. Which you're super, yeah. How did he get there? Oh, he's fucking Superman. <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, is this the part where he goes and talks to his dead Kevin Costner dead? No, not yet. Or is that later? later? Okay. (laughs) Don't don't you worry. (laughs) Because that part's good, too. And I like this. Mm -hmm. This is good, too. Well, I love... I I like his mom just being like, like, fuck those people. I love her being, like, the only person on the planet who really has a human perspective for Superman. Like, I love that. She's the only one who's, like, non-judgmental of him, you know? Yeah. Well, because even Lois has expectations of him to be Superman, you know? Right. LexCorp. Did you just sneeze? (laughs) (laughs) That joke is almost never funny, but sometimes it is. (laughs) So, yeah, okay, LexCorp was behind that thing that Superman had to intervene with. So I guess he did still sort of... He still killed make, more people than he should have. He still made a big scene in a way that he shouldn't have, but it was only because Lex Luthor made him do it. Yeah. Or set up a situation in which he thought that he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know what? Fine. I'm all right with that. It's I'll fine. live. It's maybe like two. It's maybe like one too many layers on a sandwich, but it's. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. It's just a tomato that I take off because <laughs> I don't like tomato. <laughs> Boom. Haha. <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna set off this bomb under my chair and blow everybody up and make Holly Hunter drink my piss. Yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of people who were born without legs, sir, and they're totally fine <laughs> and happy individuals. Yeah. And this is one of those weird representation things where it's like, that's not a healthy representation of, like, a disabled person. Yeah. But... I believe that this guy would not have a healthy attitude about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's, it's like, was... what? it's that weird thing. Yeah, I feel like people have a hard time separating, like... And it's just stuff like that, where it's like, this is a bad representation, and it's like, yeah, it's not supposed to be a good representation. It's right. just this guy, you know? Open your eyes. But it's all about... I am it's your all ghost. About... <laughs> you let your family die. My I tears like are your Jesse tears. Eisenberg says that. Equals blot, God. <laughs> yeah, I like that they've been getting that for, like, months, seemingly, and they just have been like, ah, oh, jeez, these again. I think Better the real villain in these movies this. are everyone who's in charge of the mail. <laughs> <laughs> they could have stopped all of this. Yeah, and then Superman decides to show up. He decides to, like, be accountable for his actions. Yeah. But then he gets punished for it, and he's like, fuck. Yeah, it's good. 
This movie has probably, in a certain reading, has a lot to say about police, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Which is one of the things that people say a lot. I mean, not a lot. But it's, like, one of those things that comes up about superheroes sometimes, you know? Like, like how in systemic it is to the idea of it's, like, people just, like, sending criminals to jail and, like, beating people up, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, what's the morality of that? Like, if we, like, examine that critically, like, what is that saying about society, you know? Yeah. And, like, this movie's, like, interacting with that. It's, like, talking about culpability and responsibility in justice mm-hmm. in, in, in a way that, like, Spider-Man doesn't always, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because as much as Spider-Man does talk about power and responsibility, it is solely and only, like, as Spider-Man. It's like, you're a big tough guy, so you shouldn't punch people who don't deserve it. It's like, okay, cool, we all get that. And then with this movie, it just goes to that next layer of, like, responsibility for everyone right. in society. and but Like, it just doesn't yeah. go to the degree that Spider-Man rarely gets to, you and, know? Well, I think the thing about Spider-Man is that I think his idea of responsibility, like, in the thematics of it is sound, where it's like... You know, if you can prevent something bad from happening, it's your responsibility to do so, you know? Like, that's a totally sound thing. But Spider-Man's version of preventing bad things from happening is, like, beating up petty criminals and sending them straight to jail, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And it's like, is that how we should move forward as we tell these stories, you know? Yeah. Like, is all this talk of, like, abolishing prisons and abolishing police, like, where does Spider-Man fit into that, you know? Yeah. And this movie is, like, engaging with all those ideas. And Holly Hunter is good, because she's good in every movie, but she's also good in this. She's great. She's a great actress. And you remember the Peach Tea line from earlier, and you see, like, EA at the end, and instantly you're like, that's piss. God damn it. That's Jesse Eisenberg's piss, Holly! Like his little cat mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the way that Holly Hunter tries to, like, power through, but slowly realizes she, like, just can't let it go, you know? And, like, you know that there's something up with the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah, you know that something's about to go horribly wrong. You know. This is so good. Uh, so fucking good. So good. And if you, like me, thought that was stupid the first time you saw it, I just encourage you to stop being such a goddamn moron and <laughs> open your eyes to the world. And Horse number just, two. Horse number two. Horse Another number horse. Two. Um, although I do think at some point I've talked about how weirded out I am by the, like, protesters in that scene. Yeah. Because it's trying to sort of code them as left-wing and right-wing at the same time, you know? Yeah. It's, like, a weirdly apolitical protest in terms yeah. of, like, what and you're putting it's, on screen. It's, it did, like, you could have done something with that, but you just kind of did it, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, you let your family die! <laughs> I'm gonna say that every time. Uh... But yeah, I mean, I don't know. You could argue maybe that it's like, this is like an issue that has become sort of, that's sort of like 
transcended the like traditional political spectrum in a way that few things do yeah. you know well, i mean but they do which this is like weird... maybe a take i would enjoy but it just doesn't feel specific looking enough. at the crowd they have like the guy with the undercut who is anti-superman so i'm gonna sign him as liberal because right. he's got an undercut and you right. have the yeah, he's, blonde he's girls like that are obviously conservative and yeah. it, it feels it it weirdly makes me feel like because you, I feel like that would be the thing with Batman, where rich people love Batman and poor people are terrified and scared of him. Obviously, the left is going to have a problem with Batman, but like right. we see, Superman do. Superman is definitely more apolitical than Batman. I feel like Batman is very right. political, whether he int- intentionally tries to be or not, because he is. Right. Effectively, like, reinstituting and, like, enforcing the social structure as it is and the power dynamics of the police. Like, he is a cop. Right. That's what yeah, the interpretation exactly. is. And so, but for Superman, like, with him struggling, like, what he can do that is apolitical and what he can do that is political and blah, 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 I feel like Superman would not be... Superman would be one of those things that I think that would go beyond the political spectrum, at least in some degree. And I think he right. would have people that are like, he's a bad guy because he did a Benghazi. Like, I don't know. I feel <laughs> right. like Superman yeah. definitely, uh, yeah, is apolitical, at least in some way. And then for that crowd to be weirdly liberals hate <laughs> Superman is weird. Right, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think he's not saying either thing. Yeah, it's like, well because it's uh, only in that one scene, know. and then we never touch on it again. It's just like yeah, we need exactly. protesters and also people who like Superman, you know. Which is a lot of talk for literally like three seconds in the movie. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, but it's just you know, it's the kind of stuff you think about. Yeah, it's the kind of stuff that Zack Snyder wants you to think about. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it just also like provides some insight into his perspective, you know, and his decision yeah. making. It's true. He's got a point. He's right. Bitch. Are you just gonna leave me in this shitty hotel room? <laughs> Can you at least take me back to my house? Yeah, God. Do you know how much a fucking taxi costs? <laughs> gross. Gross. It's fucking gross. He put Michael Shannon's dead skin on his fingertips to get into the Kryptonian ship. It's really gross. I, I don't like how dainty Lex Luthor is sometimes. Like when he does that <laughs> yeah. little like step back and like puts the one hand up like he's Alice yeah. from Alice in Wonderland. It's just, <laughs> it sucks. The guys on Blank Check always describe this scene as the diarrhea pool, which I hate. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but whatever, it's good. I would argue snot. I mean, it's more orange than diarrhea it, is, it, uh, typically. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it could be a little orange, I guess. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. I guess it is just diarrhea pool. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, Jackson, listen. This makes me think of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> yeah, that sound does kind of sound like the, the flute sim to fur. <laughs> God, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is so good. Yeah, it's a good-ass movie. Yes, I would. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> it's good. It's a good line reading. See, like, this is great. I think he's really understated in this scene, and I really, really... I'm picking up what he's putting down, you know? Yeah. Because he's not going to the ten billionth degree. Yes, yes, I love this part. <laughs> Batman is angry and he's beating a tire. <laughs> 
Because, like, and I've said this on the podcast before, too, I think, but I think it's fun that there's, like, definitely a distinct difference in the way that, like, the male characters in this movie are built, you know? Oh, yeah. They are like, both in Marvel big movies, queens. Well, yeah, like, think about, like, Kumail Nanjiani in Eternals, right? Like, when those pictures came out and he's just, like, fucking cut. He's got, like, 0% body fat, you know? Yeah. And he looks like he weighs 180 pounds and, you know, is, like, built like a bodybuilder, you know? Yeah. But, like, Batman and Superman both in this movie look like they weigh, like, 300 pounds. They're, yeah, like, they're huge. very thick and built, yeah. They're thick kings. They're thick kings. Well, it's it just, it looks like they have actual muscle versus just, right. you know, like, power. Yeah, building. like, showy muscles. Which is, I think, also sort of, like, making reference to, like, Frank Miller's art style in a weird kind of oh, way. Oh, yeah. Because the way he draws, you know, because this is, you know, in a lot of different ways, sort of drawing inspiration from uh, The Dark Knight Returns, in which Frank Miller draws Batman as this, like, fucking, like, behemoth, like you know? Like, brick shithouse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the nice little labels they made for all the superheroes. <laughs> yeah, the custom folder JPEGs. So, Okay. They make all of their files Hello Kitty icons. <laughs> so, okay, I'm just trying to trace this. This is the stuff that he stole from Lex Luthor. Yes. Gal Gadot was trying to get it, too, because she knows that he has dirt on her. That she's Wonder yes. Woman. Yes. And I'm trying to figure out why Batman has this. What it has to do with anything else. Because he stole stuff from Lex Luthor, and we're just going to assume that this is one of the things that he stole. Because remember, because when he was talking to Congresswoman earlier, they were talking about the metahuman thesis that just because Superman exists, there has to be right. others. So these are the others that he knows about. That right. he's, like, keeping tabs on because he doesn't really think that they should exist. But what I'm saying is, like, if, if Lex Luthor's, like, stringing Batman along and, like, leaving this trail of breadcrumbs, what does this have to do with it? Uh... Maybe it's just different. Maybe it's just something else he found that he wasn't necessarily supposed to. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just... I think it gets to, like, oh, Justice League, and that's, like, eh. Or, I mean, I guess you could argue that maybe that's something that Wonder Woman sort of added in, because that's what she was looking for, you know? I don't yeah. know, whatever. And it doesn't matter. Also, I yeah, like these weird matter. jellyfish that we never, ever discuss. It's good, though. The diarrhea jellyfish. I know. I'm gonna cut your face I'm gonna cut my hand <laughs> Cause he just creamed his jeans <laughs> When did we When did we start doing the slice across the palm of your hand thing When did that become the dramatic place know. to it's cut yourself It's the worst place to cut your hand Cause that's where all your big veins are buddy Don't yeah, do I that know. Everybody, I swear to God, whenever somebody does that in a movie, there are always, like, three people who are like, Oh my God, why would you do that? It's the worst place! I'm so smart because I know that it's the worst place to cut your hand. And it always bugs me. I don't know. I don't mean to well, dunk on you like, so explicitly. That's the whole thing is that like, you slit your wrist to kill somebody because that's where all your veins are. And they're just right. a little up higher in the palm of your hand. Like, why would you do that? I mean, the goal but is I, to get like, a lot I'm of blood, but, just like, like, still... Like what I'm asking is just like why does that why does that play as more dramatic than anywhere else like in our in our lexicon you know I don't know and where, I wonder where that came from I think it's just because we don't do blood packs anymore we've evolved past that <laughs> I guess that. that's true we don't have any context for it anymore yeah 
Oh, here we go. Here's it's dead dad time. Yes. Yeah, Look dead at your dad watch. Time. Kevin Costner. <laughs> Synchronize your clocks. It's dead dad time. I believe the the billing on this movie is really funny to me because I just remember Kevin Costner and Michael Shannon both being billed like really high. Yeah. <laughs> and like Michael Shannon appears only as a corpse in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't paying. I guess the 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 actors' billing is in the opening credits. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, dead. But Michael I'm... Shannon's like fifth build in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Like way too high. Why is he fucking making a pile of rocks? Who fucking knows? Yeah, it's symbolic of uh the rock. He wants to rock. <laughs> Is what it represents. It's a phallic symbol and it makes me laugh. Somehow. We made it go up the hill because we were wizards. Like, this is a good fucking story, too. It is. And, God, this movie is really good. It is really a good, good story. Why could he just remember it? Why did he go have to go to the Arctic to talk to his dead dad? It's good, though. I like that he does that. And he's not just flying there. He's taking a hike on purpose. I was Jason Siegel at the time. That's a how much. A lot's changed since then. She taught me that there's good in this world because she is a woman, and that is all women do is tell you that there's good in the world. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. I met your mom, a regular, just regular (laughs) woman, and she restored my faith in humanity. Even though I met lots of people in my life, just her. Uh. Because, like, part of the reason I want to do this commentary track is because I've had multiple people say to me that they hated this movie, but then I, like, successfully convinced them that it's good. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, it's they watched good. it we, with me. We like and, it in the right way. Because when someone says that they like Batman vs. Superman, again, it's that red flag. Well, so, right, like, yeah. really watching Batman su- Batman vs. Superman with Jackson is the experience. Like, it's yeah. not just saying that. And, like... And I know that sounds like a weird humble brag thing to say, but like, it's just something I'm truly very proud of, and uh, I love this movie, and I want to provide that service to the world. I want to create a safe space where we can all just kind of be like, yeah, Batman yeah. vs. Superman slaps. You can be unafraid to just be like, Batman vs. Superman fucking kicks ass, and Jesse Eisenberg makes Holly Hunter drink his piss in it. It's good. And there's a dream ballet. There's three separate dream ballets. <laughs> I hope there's a dream ballet in the Snyder Cut. God, you know there's gonna be. There better be. That would be a weird thing for him to just drop and not do anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is making me so amped for the Snyder Cut. I know. I can't this wait for Justice time... League to be batshit crazy. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. 
Because, like, this is the first time I'm, like, really thinking about, like, the reality of it now that it's only a few weeks away, you know? Yeah. And it, like, it feels real for the first time right now. Because yeah, oh, so I cannot excited. express to you how much of a bummer and a letdown Justice League was. Because we yeah. love this movie. And we're like, God, I hope Justice League... Like, I don't want it to be good. I want it to be fucking bonkers. And it's just, yeah. it's not. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. And it's like, I'm pretty fair to say that there's absolutely no way I'm not going to like the Snyder Cut. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, like a feast or famine. It's going to be something. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be fun if they had a scene where he, like, gets into this, like, huge fucking suit, and he's, like, can't move in it, and then he gets fucking buff, and then he can, like, move around in it like it's nothing. I think that would be fun. Like, oh, he's using the bad signal (laughs) to summon Superman. Nice. I feel like my Wonder Woman take might have been that, like... You know, the three other main characters are, like, engaged in all of this, like, philosophical babble, you know, about, like, the nature of man and God and stuff, and then Wonder Woman is the one who's just like, who fucking cares? There's a big alien, and he's gonna do bad things. (laughs) Right. And she is sort of the one that, like, sort of cuts through it all and, like, lets allows good to win. Just yeah. to be like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter there's a big alien, we gotta stop the big alien, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I... I don't think that was it, though. I had, like, a really fucking good Wonder Woman take. And it's gonna drive me crazy. This whole... The rest of this commentary tracks is gonna be like, Trust me, I said something really smart that made this movie good. (laughs) I fixed it. Man, if you're a secret agent, maybe don't get a fucking neck tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the same guy who plays the, the, like, heavy on the airplane and get smart? Oh, yeah, I think he does. <laughs> I, I know his face where... from something that's, like, the exact same role. It's a good movie that people don't seem to like very much anymore is Get Smart. Get Smart. I love, my favorite scene is when they're driving and they, like, get into that thing where, like, the swordfish <laughs> the head swordfish. goes through the windfield and he's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? He's like, yeah, are you thinking, holy fuck, holy fuck, a swordfish just <laughs> went through my head? Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Or the moment where they're on the plane and Anne Hathaway's like, there's a guy behind us. And Steve Carell goes to look and Anne Hathaway's like, no, stop, use your peripherals. And (laughs) Steve Carell just stays looking straight ahead and just like widens his eyes. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, it's not working. It's fucking (laughs) hilarious. And I like this too. Like, Jesse Eisenberg knowing, like, I can get Superman to show up wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. Like, all I gotta do is throw somebody he likes off a building. Yeah. It's like, boom, just like that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which is, again, a horrible line reading. I hate it. Uh, yeah. I cannot stand that delivery. Like, this is way too much. Yeah, it's this fucking is like way too much. Way too much mustard on the sandwich, Jesse. Yeah, it's like, if it was just toned it down a little bit, it's it's like, you. if it was the Joker, it'd be like, great, perfect, fine. And then if it was him, he needs to tone it down. He either needs to be the Joker or he needs to chill out. <laughs> like, yeah. But you see, either need to fucking go for it or just shut up. 
I but I do like his energy once he's talking to Superman face to face though. Yeah. That thing where he's like he's confident because he knows like in his brain like why Superman's not going to kill him, but yeah. it doesn't change the fact that he also knows deep down that he could fucking just obliterate him in an instant, you know. Yeah. Maybe so, he like, just having... doesn't know how to talk to women. <laughs> but like him having that like nervous energy around Superman I think plays really well. Oh yeah, it's great. Well, because it really plays like this sniveling twenty-five-year-old billionaire, like. Right. And I love how like excited he is. Yeah. It's like he's like in over his head, but also has a big ego. It's like it's a great balance. Because, yeah, I mean, my argument about the whole, like, you shouldn't make Superman gritty is, like, I don't think you really do make Superman gritty. I think his entire motivation in both of these movies is just him thinking really fucking hard trying to figure out what the right thing to do is. (laughs) Yeah. In a complicated situation. Which I think, totally valid. Totally true to the character of Superman, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing, is that he doesn't... He doesn't become jaded. He doesn't become mean. Yeah. He's just in complicated circumstances, and he's trying to navigate them as best he yeah, can. Yeah, we've just put Superman in a complicated world instead of a simple world, you know? Yeah. I cut my hand. <laughs> I f- what have you done? I fell down. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I ran into a doorknob. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I clipped a bike messenger. <laughs> You let your family die! I don't know why I like that line reading so much. Like, this shit rules. This is Jesse Eisenberg dialed to the exact right amount. I've got guys on the ground, dumbass. <laughs> and I love that you can, like, see the city behind him in that Superman shot. Yeah. Like, on that coverage. Like, you have mm-hmm. the city behind him, like, in really clear focus, which I think is good. I think it's kind of fun, like, the geography that this movie sets up. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, there's, like, Gotham and Metropolis are, like, across the bay from each other, you know? Yeah. Because, like, it's they're like not, New York like, City and, like New if you go with, like, Metropolis is New York and Gotham is uh, Chicago, it's, like, yeah, you can do that, but it's also kind of boring, because why not just right. make it New York and Chicago then, you know? Like, right. if they're these fictional cities, just put them wherever the fuck you want, and it's cool to yeah. have them next to each other. Uh, we also didn't remark on my favorite line in the whole movie, where... Superman's like, where is she? And just Eisenberg's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's so good. It makes He's me like, laugh. Oh, I think it's really good. We kill the Batman. <laughs> 
And the moment where he's throwing the pictures at Superman while he's, like, on his knees is good, too. Yeah, it's fucking really good. <laughs> I like that, too. I like it, and he goes again to the helicopter, and he, like, stands up just a little bit too tall, and his head just gets fucking cut off. <laughs> ah, this movie rules. It's really good. Man versus the bat. Holes in the unholy. <laughs> I don't know. What filter is going on with your face, man? <laughs> I like to bet he just like puts the clock down and it's like it's like 12 hours. She's like, oh, that's a really long time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can probably deal with this. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Anyway. <laughs> There's a bunch of electricity and shit, man. <laughs> And just dies. Do you see that? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this seems a little weird because, like, he feels it's a bad thing because he's killing somebody for Lex, and that's the, like, gotcha. But it's like, you already kind of wanted to kill Batman, so, like, you're still kind of doing a good thing in your eyes. Is, is, yeah. You know. Well, I don't think he wanted to kill Batman. Well, that's fair. Just wanted to stop him. But does it belong to you? Although I do think if you wanted to, like, really... I mean, I don't know. Superman does figure out the right thing to do, you know? Yeah. Like, because like, that's the oh, thing I is like... team up with Batman. Because at the end of Man of Steel, it sort of, like, forces him to compromise, you know? It, yeah. like, forces him to compromise his morals in a way that I think rub people a lot of the wrong way. But I think in Batman vs. Superman, it it sort of it sort of swings it back around. Like, he's sort of learned and he's a little bit wiser and he figures it out. Like, I really like to, how Bruce Wayne's based on his email for dramatic effect. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he has to like he has to like sacrifice himself in order to do it, but he like he figures out what the definitively sort of right thing to do is, you know? Yeah. In a way that I think he feels confident about, which is I think what Superman's all about. Yeah. And it's it's a decision that he makes that he's okay with dying with, you yeah. know. Is it just me or is this flash not the flash in the Justice League like at all? He just has different hair. It's just okay. Ezra Miller with a weird haircut. I guess that's fair. And facial hair, which he does not have in the movie. Right. Hot man in a sea hole. But yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I like the idea of, like, Superman sort of inspiring Wonder Woman to step in, you know, in a way that she hasn't been, yeah. which is good. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, just, I'm thinking really hard about Wonder Woman in this movie. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. This part's good, though. This part is good. I know, they set up Cyborg so quickly and so effectively. Yeah. Like, guy's dead, he's guy's trying Dr. to Pepper. bring him back to life, uses a weird cube, 
super compelling. He had Dr. Pepper on his desk. I want to compile a list of movies where people drink Dr. Pepper on screen. (laughs) You know what is really weird to me about the director's cut of this movie? What? There's a moment near the end where they tease Steppenwolf in the director's cut. He's Mm -hmm. the bad guy in Justice League. He, like, shows up for a second and it's, like, a teaser for, like, you know, something to come. Like, superhero movies do all the time. Which is so weird to me that they cut that out, but they let him keep the dream ballet. (laughs) You know? Yeah. They're like, the dream ballet is fine. We need you to cut out that three-second bit where you tease the next sequel? What? Yeah. Like, what kind of studio note is that? I just don't get it. (laughs) Whose decision was that? (laughs) Oh, well, I That's feel like it, the difference is Zack Snyder's like, I'll budge. They're like, you need to make it shorter. And he's like, all right, I'll get rid of the promo for the next movie. If you fucking touch that dream ballet, I'm going to kill you. And they were like, <laughs> all right, right, fine. Just bad luck, it happened to be riding a manhole cover. (laughs) God, this fight is so good, too, because it's it's just them absolutely beating the shit out of each other. Put a lot of guns in garbage cans. We're just watching the movie now. It's I know, fine. we're just watching the movie. This is a good content. It's just really good. <laughs> this, this is Batman and Superman fighting, actually, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, it is. The, and, like, uh, spoiler alert, it rules. So. Yeah, if I get rules, I just want him to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, yeah you know, you you could easily apply the like cinema sins thing to this, being like, why does Batman have all his stuff set up on that building? How do you know they'd end up there? Like, Batman really planned every part of this. It's like, fuck off. Like, who cares? Yeah. Well, as I'd say, I was I was gonna say like the fourth grader logic is like, okay, well, d- Superman would just fucking kill Batman. It's like, no, the point is that Superman doesn't want to kill Batman. That's the right. whole thing. Yeah. I really do think the, like, the fucking nerd logic thing of, like, who would win in a fight is just so boring. Yeah, it's absolutely the worst. It's, well, it's, it's just, the like, worst nothing. thing that's ever happened Like, that character's better because they would win in a fight? That's yeah. stupid and not how that works. Or, like, you can't ever tell a story in which the underdog would win, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's my fart. <laughs> he puts his I head just, in the toilet. <laughs> I just made you smell my farts. <laughs> good fucking line. It is a good fucking line. Good I've fucking always liked choreography. The I always like the theory that, like, Superman on Kryptonite <laughs> is I so love that kick. 
terrible. Like, not because kryptonite is so strong, but just because it, like, makes him human and, like, Superman is just, like, never, ever felt pain before. <laughs> right, So when he yeah. does feel pain, it's like, oh, fuck, dude, you know? Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't know how to fucking fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, it's not not just, really. Like, pure strength and, like, kind of <laughs> learning on your feet, yeah. He's always had the upper hand in the fight, so he's never had yeah. to, like, really learn how to fight. They play with that in the Spider-Gwen comic book a little bit, because there's a whole arc where she, like, loses her powers, and she yeah. keeps, like, just getting laid out by, like, regular-ass people, <laughs> you yeah. know? And she's like, fuck, like, I don't know how to fight at all. <laughs> like, yeah. I had superpowers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to know. <laughs> and see, that's what they do... In a good movie about Wonder Woman, they would play with that with they would play with that idea a lot because the whole thing is that in the comics regularly Wonder Woman loses her powers and then just continues to fight crime. Yeah, this rules. This part's the this best. This fucking rules. Good stuff. We see him. Oh, oh, it's so it good. Keeps. <laughs> <laughs> uh. it's a little fucking head tilt, God. <laughs> He's gonna beat you up with a pie branch. <laughs> God, old meme. I still think about that video. It's the only yeah. funny part of it. Do you it remember like, back when literal like movie yeah. trailers used to be a thing? Literal lyrics music videos. God. How quaint they seem now. I know. It was a good idea. It really was. <laughs> Oh, good shit. Oh, my face. <laughs> oh, your stinky farts. Uh, <laughs> I've got metal splinters in my eye. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God, this is so much worse than you just punching me. <laughs> and him hitting him with the fucking sink. Hit him with the sink. God, it rules. Hey, bring out the steel chair. Yeah. <laughs> And then here comes a giant fist. <laughs> oh, he's mad. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some weird CG in that shot, but whatever. Yeah, there's a little... It's a, it's a little gay tension sometimes when they're like picking each other up and maneuvering each other around, but it's whatever. Dunk. There he goes. Going to step on your dick. <laughs> Batman gets down there and just starts like stomping on his balls. <laughs> it would work. That's yeah. all I'm saying. The fucking red and the blue in his costume. Yeah. Like, just pop. God, it's good. I, I would argue this movie is very colorful, just in a muted way. Yeah, I mean, it's just that the, the palette itself is very washed out and very dark. Yeah, but the colors are there, you know? Yeah. It's not all black and gray. The colors are very present. They're just yeah. in a filter. This is a very bluey-greeny scene. Yeah, exactly. And the red of his cape pops against it. I don't quite understand the, like, motion of this scene, but it's fine, because it's cool. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly, whatever. <laughs> he just, like, 
hits a thing of rebar, but it's like, oh, fuck, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Now I'm gonna stab you. All this to say, I'm gonna cut your dick off. <laughs> and then the spear's just right there. Like, he knew exactly where the battle was gonna end up. Yeah, it's like, whatever. It's fucking cool. I like him pulling it out of the earth. So yeah, he totally. notice it. It's good. Sword in the stone. Yeah, exactly. Zack Snyder just pulling from every literary source possible. Yeah, you know, because uh, why not? Listen, if yeah. Star Wars can do it, why can't we? <laughs> just a big Okay, baby. so let's talk about the Martha thing, right? It's stupid. I don't even think it's stupid, right? Yeah. Because Batman's whole ideology is about, like, him not being human. About him being this, like, invader, you know? Yeah, of not being a man. That's his and then whole it's like, thing. Hey, I'm trying to save my fucking mom. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. You're, yeah, no, I do think it is the moment that humanizes him for him. Like, really and truly. You're Alabama the, mom? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's just stupid that it's also his mom's name. That's right. the only part that's stupid. But, I mean, I would argue that it's... The fact that it's the same name as his mom is not the thing... That convinces him. It's the yeah. thing that makes him stop for half a second long enough to just fucking listen. I guess know? that's fair. We have to remind It's how he gets yeah! his foot in the door. <laughs> and I, get, I, I do like it. I just think it's a little clunky. You know, I like I mean, this yeah. moment of humanization just like in one single moment. I think that's great. Because that's the thing. I mean, it's... There are a lot of things that are more true in Man of Steel than in Batman vs. Superman, but... Yeah. A lot of the Zack Snyder thing in these Superman movies is, like, having really good ideas that he kind of blunders in execution. You know? Yeah. Just a little bit. And the fact that Lois Lane runs up right yeah, that's, now that just that to clear up everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's a totally fine story beat, you know? Yeah, it's like, just executed to, strangely. Superman explains to Batman that he's trying to save his Alabama mom. And he's like, yeah. what? You've got an Alabama mom? It's like, oh, fuck, maybe I've been going about this the wrong way. Totally makes sense. But having Amy Adams run up and put his hand, put her hand on his chest and be like, it's his mom's name. is like, that's why everybody makes fun of it. Yeah, exactly. And it's not Amy Adams' fault, because she's great. It's not her fault. <laughs> Dude, God, fucking nobody has the range that Amy Adams does. Like, she could just, like, play any role, and it's like, fucking right. go, do it. That she does a I fucking mean, yeah. great job. Except that she kind of hasn't been in anything good since Arrival. Okay, but, like, she's been in a lot because she was in Muppets. She was right, in... Right, Enchanted. She's fucking yeah, great I guess. in it. She's a fucking Arrival. <clears throat> she's fucking good. My mother needs me. Dude, I, like, just cut your dick <laughs> off. Hold on a second. <laughs> it is... I was making a joke about Superman's dick, but is, like, Son of Superman a plot point that anybody dabbles around in? Um... I don't really know. I'm not big into, like, DC. I mean, I'm positive somebody has done some kind of story Yeah, that sounds Superman like a very a obvious. 
I was gonna say, what if you go to have sex with Superman and then you like pull down his pants and his dick is just like totally weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like weird. It's like a shark penis. <laughs> You're it's like, like this like is kind a, of. It's like still a penis, but it's like not a human penis. You're yeah, like, oh. it's like it. <laughs> <laughs> It works mechanically. Also, the whole plot point of him, th- of her, like, throwing away the spear and then, like, oh, shit, we need the spear is kind of fun <laughs> and also kind of infuriating. Yeah. Because, like, you totally get her thought. She's like, oh, fuck, anybody could kill Superman. Let me get rid of this. And we're like, oh, fuck, we need to kill the big bad. It's like, oh, fuck, right. we have to go get it again. I don't know. I like it. It's almost like Zack Snyder dramaticism like coming back to bite them you know yeah like making a big symbolic grand gesture like i'm throwing this spear away you know yeah and then being like oh well except fuck so we we, uh, it would be nice to have that now zach oh i get to do shit for once is that all right with you sir Oh, I thought I said 2,000 for a second. I was like, whoa, wait. <laughs> it's a lot of fellas. This rules. Boom. Good. Love good it. Good stuff. I do remember us, like, on the car ride home from having just gone and seen Justice League in IMAX. Yeah. Like, I remember us just, like, getting in a fight about something. <laughs> okay. Because we were just in a fucking bad mood. Because <laughs> we were just like, that fucking sucked. God damn it. Yeah. And then we just, like, <laughs> got just angry at each other. for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just, like, ruined our night. We were like, fuck. It's just, like, the kind of thing that we were, like, so disappointed about that we were just, like, grumpy for the rest of the night. I know. Here, hold on. I gotta go. Be back. Oh, okay. It's just me, I guess. Uh, Batman's fighting a bunch of guys. <laughs> There's a grenade. Sorry, I just had to close my door. I'm back. Is Batman still beating people up? Yeah, he's still beating people up. It's good. Yeah, look at him go. <laughs> This scene, the choreography of this scene is so fucking good. It's just like... Do you think... It, uh, how, how are you feeling about the Matt Reeves Batman? Say it <laughs> no. again? How are you feeling about the Matt Reeves Batman? I don't... I the don't Robert know. I don't know what we're doing anymore. I just truly and honestly don't know what we're doing anymore. Right. Because, like... DC has kind of been proving themselves to, like, kind of have an idea again, you know? Yeah, it, it, I, I have said my big problem, my big problem with the DC Cinematic Universe for such a long time was that they were so clearly just trying to play catch up with Marvel and doing it in a rushed way to get exactly to where they were at the same time. It's like, that's just not... You can't do that. Like, the way that Marvel set up their universe, you can't do it the exact same way in half the amount of time. You just can't do it. You're obviously just trying to copy them. It's not working. So, this new phase of DC, where it's weirdly, like, Marvel has finished their story, so now they get to have fun and do whatever bullshit they want. 
And right. I feel like DC just kind of copied them and went, and they're like, fine, we'll just do whatever bullshit they want. And then all that right. stuff is super successful. And it's like, maybe you should have just been doing your own thing the whole time, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, it's just weird. It's weird that these things are turning into, like, weird genre pastiches now. Yeah. Where it's like... Joker was like, this is like Joker, but it's a Scorsese movie. And now Batman's like, it's like Batman, but it's like a David Fincher thriller, you know? And you're like, yeah. I guess. Like, it's cool, but it's like, why not just actually, like, hire auteur directors? Why are you, like, getting people to, like, imitate auteur directors? I don't know. Yeah. I do. The one thing I don't like about that scene where it's like, well, if somebody has a gun and you have a gun, you don't shoot them because they could still shoot the other person while they're alive. But with the right. flamethrower, I think you could shoot him and he would die before he was really able to, like, really use that flamethrower. Right, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, here's Amy Adams running with a spear. And I do like this, like, pretty, like, well. It does feel very medieval, which I think is fun. Yeah. It's very, like, sword in the stone. Yeah. It's... I've come to cut off your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, somebody's dick is getting cut off today. Okay? <laughs> I don't care whose it is. <laughs> what about what about the head of his penis? Is that alright? <laughs> <laughs> I brought you the foreskin of Batman. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh shit. He <laughs> he he. Yeah. Do you ever think about that scene in Lord of the Rings where they're making the Volturi and they're like in those weird like mud egg sacks? Right. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> I really shit. like it. And they're like screaming. <laughs> because, yeah, the whole thing is like he wanted Superman to have been killed by a man. Yeah. But. What he wants more than that is just for Superman to be killed by whatever means necessary. Yeah, he wanted his symbolism, and he's not going to get it, so he's right. So now he's just going nuclear. Yeah. yeah. So there's still definitely layers of symbolism. They're just weirder now. Yeah, they're just not quite as clean. Yeah. The uh, But, I mean, this is another one of those things where it's like, why is Superman just, like, fucking standing there listening to him? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it doesn't matter, it's good. Yeah. This is like that scene with Volturi, except it's not as yeah. good because it's not real, you know? Exactly, it's CGI. It's not a real guy covered in mud and screaming. <laughs> it's a computer covered in mud and screaming. <laughs> Do you remember when that lady did the behind the scenes for uh, Bird Box? She was like, I got paid a thousand dollars to rub jelly on a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I saw that. No, it was just because there's that one scene. She was like, I did the behind the scenes for the, like, I did makeup on that. And they were like, well, what are we going to do with this baby that's, like, just born? And they were like, oh, I got some, I got some strawberry jelly. So I just rubbed some <laughs> jelly on the baby. Nice. Now they're going to fight around the Superman statue. Oh. <gasps> 
And then he's gonna kiss it. <laughs> I guess it just it doesn't really matter. But like, I want to. Why does Doomsday look like that? You know, what is he? Yeah, and I'm not super into the Doomsday design. I mean, obviously it's cooler once his bones start sticking out. But yeah, he just kind of looks like a weird troll. Yeah, he's like a weird turtle guy. And it's like, it's fine, he's a monster man and he's big and strong. And then once right. he gets like the stuff sticking out of him, then he's super cool. But then it's you're just like, like, oh, he's got like a thing now. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's also just like, why does he look like that? What is he? I like he? that a lot. Like, like it doesn't just, matter, I'm just, I just yeah. wonder. I like that a lot when he smacks into the pole. Yeah. Patrick Wilson on the phone. <laughs> I like... I like this part of the superhero movie where it's like just like news footage of like uh what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> they always they feel like there's a certain kind of superhero movie where they like call the president in the third act. I know it's always fun. I mean it is a it is a fun thing of like well now now, now we gotta call the president. <laughs> yeah, this kind of does feel a lot like the end of Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. Except the difference is that this is good and that movie sucks ass. Yeah. God, we watched that movie in theaters semi-recently. Yeah, and good. I could not tell you a thing that happens yeah, in that no, movie. It, that movie blows. There's a part where they're, like, in a field. I mean, like I said, I think I said this on the podcast the other day, but, like, the thing about that, like, you know, everybody hates the Ang Lee Hulk movie, too. And, like, yeah. I don't really think I like it that much either, but it's weird. It's weird and it's interesting, you know? Yeah. Incredible Hulk is just fucking boring and shitty, you know? There's, like, it yeah. doesn't have anything going for it. It's almost as bad as Justice League. Almost. Why would that flight attendant know what her name is? I don't know. I don't really know what that bit is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Throwing this turtle into space. (laughs) Just him being like, Why do they have a graphic for it? (laughs) Why were they prepared? (laughs) Fuck off, Mr. President. I do like the genre of, like, action movies where the president is just, like, literally any, like, older white guy that we could find. I do think yeah, that's no. funny. This is what... There's a certain aesthetic of action movie where it's, like, the president is the most boring person you can imagine. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's the literally just the, president, the phone on voiceover. Like, yeah. Who fucking cares? And, like, the part where the president is, like, making decisions is, like, kind of the worst part of the movie. Yeah, he's like, oh, I have to make a big decision. Yeah. I guess I'll do it. It's like, okay, well, fucking whatever. Remember when they ripped Carnage in half and threw him into space? Yeah, man. Do you think that's going to happen in the Carnage movie? <laughs> I don't know. Is the Sentry going to be in it? <laughs> I just want Spider-Man to rip Carnage in half and throw him <laughs> in into space. space. Just Tom Holland rips Carnage in half. Right. I never this got a chance good. to blow it to This is good. Off. I like really the big good. sphere of nuclear blast. Because know, you associate cool. a nuclear blast with a mushroom cloud so often. But it yeah. wouldn't be a mushroom cloud. It would just be a fucking ball of fire. Yeah. 
Well, if you hit something in off the ground, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this whole bit is kind of pointless. Yeah, I guess it should... I mean, I it's guess it just sort of fulfills that hero's journey, you know, night of the soul. Well, it's point, like the government turning, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, we were talking about his responsibility to the government, and now the government, like, reacts to him, blah, blah, blah. I forgot it does give us a good excuse for his bones to come out, though. I did forget yeah. that about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Well, no, it's like the, the, the idea of, like, somebody sending a nuclear missile after them, it's like, it makes sense, because they don't see Superman as a person. Right, right. Now, now the color scheme gets very Doom. Yeah. It does turn into Doom the movie, but... <laughs> Yeah, like, I like the idea of them getting hit with the nuclear missile. I do think having a whole big, making a whole big thing about all the people being like, Mr. President, should we do it? It's just, yeah. like, unnecessary. It'd be like, okay, government sent a, a, sent a nuclear missile because they thought that that would kill them. And that's like, great, I get it, I understand. And then after this, we just, like, stop cutting back to these military guys, right? Yeah, exactly, because they're, we don't fucking care, they're not doing <laughs> anything. Because they did the one thing you wanted them to do, and now they don't matter anymore. Uh, yeah, we, we just never need to see them in the first place, we could have just shot the missile, <laughs> right. and we would have understood. I like the eyes. <gasps> <laughs> I don't I like know. that Batman face. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Doomsday's thing is in the comic books. I don't think he's like a Kryptonian mutant. Maybe I don't think I so don't either. I think I'm getting Bane and Doomsday confused because Bane is like the gas guy, and he's like, ah. Yeah. I don't know why you would get Bane and Doomsday confused. They're just Bane both is big just guys. Like a, a luchador Sam. who did a lot of drugs and. Doomsday is like a horrible monster from space. So yeah, man. like same thing. <laughs> they all look the same to me. <laughs> is it it's Batman and Robin that has Bane and Poison Ivy in it, right? <laughs> right, yeah. It's the best Bane. Where he's just like a dude in like an inflatable suit. Yeah, and he just like yells. They couldn't even like get like a real bodybuilder. <laughs> They're just no. like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Jackson, did you know that Superman gets his powers from the sun? From our yellow sun, yes. Did you know that? That shot's good. I like where he's It is a good shot, I'm just saying. (laughs) 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 Do you remember remember the Jesus imagery from earlier? The, uh... And this is just something cool I wanted to say. That, uh... Like, the, the theme that plays for Lex Luthor in this movie is, like, mm-hmm. a reversed version of the Superman theme from Man of Steel. It's like good. It's fucking good. Good stuff. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, Hans good composer. Zimmer. Ah! It's not even Hans Zimmer. It's Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. Jackson, you movie. talked over the guitar stage. Uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> what? I'm just headbanging. So, okay, so here's the question I have. Yes. Is Why this... is Wonder Woman here? Well, that also, but is this the most recent musical motif that's, like, actually sort of permeated the culture and stuck in people's minds? Yeah, I mean, I literally can't think of another one. 
because it just doesn't happen quite as often anymore. Yeah. I, and weirdly, I think that, like the one-liner and the music sting are like two things that have kind of gone out of fashion, you know? Yeah. Because like you know, there are certain scores that are famous, like Inception, you know? Yeah. Where it's like pieces of like classical music that people really respond to, but you couldn't like hum the Inception music, you know? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Diana. <laughs> Here we go. I, I, I do think that moment's fun. I don't is, like to great. look directly in the camera of like, why the fuck is Wonder Woman here? Because <laughs> yeah. we don't know why she's here. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna drive myself fucking insane. I swear to God, I had a good Wonder Woman take about this movie. I don't think there is one, Jackson. I mean, I if wanna, you see her, it's just like apolitical good, like kind of put right, put everything aside and just like focus on the fact that there's a big fucking monsters so who should probably kill that. Like, I think that's a good enough take because I, I don't mean, think there is one baked in. You know, I said that, but I don't even think I really agree with that. I think I was kind of grasping at straws. Okay. I want to ask Anna, but she's in class right now. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to call Vi really quick. <laughs> Are they home? Yeah. They're just beating up the big guy. I just, as a woman... <laughs> I like no, I like Wonder Woman's outfit. It's the it's the doing anything in a tube top for me. Like there's right. just she's got a strap. No, she doesn't. Yes, yeah, she does. It's just under her hair most of the time. What do you mean? What? It's just obscured by her hair most of the oh, time. Oh no, I swear to you, she's just wearing a tube top. There's no straps. Even one strap that is not enough support. It, that, that's not a that's not a Look, strap supporting a strap. her. Yes, it is. It's not supporting the top of her. It's connected to her belt. I'm talking about the top of your shirt coming down. No, it's connected to her top. No, it's connected to her belt. Whatever. Okay. Because it holds her it. sword. It's her sword thingy. I do like that his laser beam like comes out of his mouth too. That's just fun. Yeah, it's I like cool. it. Oh my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> I know Vi's upstairs. Why aren't they picking up the phone? Cause nobody nobody picks up the phone, Jackson. <laughs> Don't even have a voicemail. God damn it. My, yeah, because nobody does. Uh, call, if you get this in the next 20 minutes, call me back. You're on the podcast. I, I'm i trying to remember. I feel like I had a really good take about Wonder Woman and Batman vs. Superman <laughs> when we watched it together. But now I can't remember what it was. Do you remember what my really good take about Wonder Woman was? Because... I'd love for somebody to remind me. I'd love for someone insane. to know. I swear, 
I swear I had a really good take that was really smart about Wonder Woman, but now I can't mm-hmm, remember. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Just call me back if you get this, okay? Thank you. I just yell loud enough. I'm sure they'll hear, hear you. <laughs> Big guy fighting a big guy. We're fighting a big guy. Superman's got a spear that he can't hold. He doesn't know how to swim. Tabby was there too. I do like the idea that going back to the kryptonite doesn't actually hurt him. It just makes him regular so like he can't fight and like pain affects him. I do like the other thing if like he just doesn't know how to swim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God, water sucks. <laughs> hey, water. Hate water. <laughs> Fuck off. A lot of this audio commentary is just going to be dial tones, but whatever. I'm going to have with that. This part's sick when his bone I know, and he's just a big bone spike. Jackson? Oh, hi. Tabby, <laughs> uh, we're doing a commentary track for Batman vs. Superman right now. You're on the podcast, but... Hey, internet, hello. Uh, <laughs> how, I feel like I remember having a really good and smart take about Wonder Woman <laughs> in this movie. Do you remember what it is? Because I don't remember. <laughs> Um, okay, can you remind me what part it was from? I mean, it's just about, like, what Wonder Woman represents in this movie. why the fuck Wonder movie. Woman is in like, this movie. Like, why is she in it? Fuck, no, I do remember. You said something very smart. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for at least reiterating that I did say something very smart. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. God, it was just a one-time Are you with thing Vi? I tried to know. call Vi, but they didn't pick up the phone. Uh, recording something else right now. Oh, I shouldn't have called them then. Whatever. Oh, okay, fine. Whatever. Fuck, what was it? <laughs> thank, thank you for at least telling people that I did in fact say something about Wonder Woman. You did have a good take one time. I wish I could. I wish I could prove it with you. But I guess. Well, we'll never know. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, Tabby. Okay, they are I killing Doomsday right now, though, so I should probably go. <laughs> I have to go. Oh, <laughs> Things are happening. Okay, Superman's dead. <laughs> See, it, it, Wonder Woman doesn't even kill the guy. It's just like, why yeah. are you here, Wonder Woman? <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, this is this is the part that really, like, hammers home the thing that I like, where it's like this trilogy, you know? It's like yeah. the three questions of, should the world know about Superman? How does the world react to Superman? How does the world react to Superman being dead? Not being <laughs> you know? there, yeah. What do we do without Superman? And him, like, sacrificing himself is good. He's good. And he's like, he's like, Jesus, because he sacrifices himself and then he comes back. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> You don't like, you don't like that 
they sort of wink at the fact that he's not dead at the end of this movie. I don't no, it's I, it, it's the it's the comic book thing of like nobody is ever dead, right. and I think to at least even tease with the idea that Superman might actually be dead is at least something. But to just like literally immediately tell us like confirm that like yeah he's not dead. Don't worry, he's not dead. It's just like right. stupid. Like let me believe for like even half a second that Superman is dead. I really like this part of the score. Also, just by the yeah. way, it's very pretty. Um, but I don't know. To me, it's just like every human person knows he's not fucking dead. And yeah, I think I, like, just... what matters is because like the thing that really drives me crazy about X-Men three is that like at the end of X2, Jean Grey dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And then but that's like right at the end, like in the climax, she dies and you're like, oh, no, Jean Grey's dead. That's so sad. And then like literally the first thing that happens in X-Men three is she comes back to life. And it's yeah. like. So what even was the point then, you know? Because yeah. you don't get to spend any, like, time with them being dead, like, in the context of the story, you know? I yeah. think what matters is that in Justice League, Superman's dead most of the movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but so, yeah. So I don't I don't mind that I know he's going to come back, because we all fucking knew he was going to come back. It's not like it was in, up for debate. Yeah. I'm, what would upset me was if he, like, literally came back to life in the story immediately. I'm glad that we actually got some time to, like, have him because, be like, Even if it's kind of, like, meta time in that it's time in real life and not really in the story. <laughs> right. And the fucking two crosses again. There's a lot of Jesus yeah, imagery yeah, the going on. <laughs> and it's like... Uh, what was I going to say? I totally It's like a fucking it. Renaissance painting, yo. Yeah, yo. Because Zack Snyder is the kind of guy who thinks, like, I can make this look like a fucking Renaissance painting, you know? That's just funny. Because people do those things where they, like, get shots for movies and, like, line it up with, like, the golden swirl and, like, stuff like that. Right, yeah. But then, like, because at some level, those are, are, like, intentional. Like, they're intentionally doing that. And then with Zack Snyder, he's just like, make that post. Do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look at what I did. Is Jesse Eisenberg going to be in the Snyder Cut? I do not know. I don't feel like I've heard anything about that. I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Oh, I guess I... As a religious person, I do like... I do like biblical illusions. Just because, like... Looking at the Bible, like, as a story. Like, the metaphors and, like, the stuff are, like, super strong. Like, I love looking at the Bible, like, just as a story. Because I think it's a really good story. And I... Do think there are times where, like, I, I like the idea of, like, kind of looking at Superman as, like, a Jesus character, but, I don't know, I think sometimes it works really, really well, and then other times it just seems ham-fisted, you know? Right. I weirdly think, there, I really think there's, like, a really, really compelling, uh, like, Jesus imagery in Steven Universe. I think it's totally there. <laughs> I love the two funerals thing. I know, the two funerals the two, is great. It's, it's so good. Although I do, I do think like, this is a little over the top. The, like, he was going to give this to he you. He was going to propose. It's like, uh, like, like I do off. like the idea of, like, kind of Batman, like, not knowing whether to go to Superman's funeral or not. I do like that. Right, yeah. Because he's like, I we were, we were not friends. Yeah. <laughs> What if Amy Adams is just like, fuck? (laughs) (laughs) 
horses. I guess there's really only three instances of horses. But those the two times are that very... Makes a, that makes a pattern. Yeah, that makes it a pattern. Because the two other times are like at moments when you're like, oh, there are horses. And then this right. is just like, there are horses. Look at that one plane left. What do you think that represents? Oh, man. Probably that the planes are the Justice League and the one that left is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You're right. That's probably it, right? Like. Yeah, no, that's definitely it. Don't even worry about it. I also do think it's a fun thing because, like, because he was such a controversial figure, like, how does humanity mourn Superman? And it's like, right, do they yeah. mourn Superman? There's another fun idea. But yeah, and then, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm speculating about what the Snyder Cut actually is, but I feel like these movies have a strong enough thesis that I can predict accurately. That, like, that's sort of the, the central question behind it is like, yeah. what is, if Superman is dead, what is his legacy, you know? Yeah. Is, I think, interesting to look at. I like how at any Which time I think, we're in Superman's hometown, there has to be a wheat field in the background. <laughs> yeah. Or else we're not we're not there. Yeah. But, but yeah, all that is to say that like I don't think that like sort of question comes across at all in the Joss Whedon Justice League. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And I am assuming that it will in the Snyder Cut. Maybe yeah. you know, maybe this will age very poorly. Maybe the Snyder Cut's just like totally unthematic you know yeah like it's like there, i doubt there's a, it there's though. a possibility but it's like why would he stop now you know like exactly i did punch him in the face like a good 40 <laughs> times yeah i did break a fucking sink over his head yeah i don't think i should be at his funeral i did break a sink over <laughs> his head <laughs> And not, like, in a college fun way. <laughs> <laughs> it was not consensual. <laughs> I threatened to chop his dick off, like, two days ago. Yeah. And I'm not gonna do that in death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're very deep, Diana. Why are you here? Like, uh, like, you know, men are still good. Like, uh, you know, there's, uh, fuck. God, um, one man. Um, <laughs> one, just, God, one man. Uh, what's the bit from What's His Face on the Street where he's like, for a dollar, name a name woman? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That She's like, like, uh, men are still good. Uh, st not, not Steve, not Steve Jobs. Uh, not Steve Jobs, oh god. Um, Superman? Fuck! Super um, well, no, I mean, I guess not anymore. Uh, uh, me? No. <laughs> me? No. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's just like, men are still good. Like, you know, like, take me, for example. <laughs> uh, John Goodman? He's, he's, good. <laughs> he's a good man. Good man. It's in his name. Like, good in things? Or, like, good... Oh, yeah. you're walking away? Okay. Some men are still good. Did you see uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in Trial of the Chicago 7? He was pretty good in that. He was pretty good. 
The police are calm. LeBron James is real good at basketball. Yes, he he's real good at basketball. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna <laughs> brand this man. Yeah, men are still good. Let me keep doing the thing that I've been doing yeah. the whole time. Well, he doesn't. Of branding he doesn't people brand him, so they though. die in jail. I feel, I don't know, to me, I think this feels like a more measured approach than what his usual MO has been. What it would, what he would have done, yeah. Yeah, what he would have done at the beginning of the movie. You know, he's still tough. Before he yeah, was like, he's still Brandon, <laughs> you're gonna die. Nice Wizard of Oz reference, idiot. <laughs> I forget that he doesn't, Brandon. The big bad from Justice League who sucked and was nothing. No, Adeline, no, it's Darkseid. What does 16TK stand for? Do you think it's deep lore? Yeah, probably. Probably. But he's talking about Darkseid. Yeah. That was going to be in Justice League 2, but now it's going to be Jackson, the Snyder painting's cut. upside it's down. It's upside down. See, like, Jackson. we can say it in that voice all we want, but that fucking rules. Don't even try to pretend like it doesn't. Oh, we're back at the cornfield. This is the Wayne cornfield. <laughs> oh, no, it's not the same cornfield. <laughs> anyway. No, it is. They're at the coffin. Why is Clark Kent buried in Gotham? He's not buried in Gotham. Why do you think it's Gotham? Are, it's Gotham? Something that about there? that dirt, it's like definitely not dirt. It's definitely like coffee grounds or something. I think it looks like dirt. It doesn't look like dirt. It's too black. And Says it, it's you. What dusty. do you know about dirt? I know a lot about dirt. No, you don't. Don't even yeah, fucking do. pretend. You're a girl. Do you think they would make a Amy Adams hold dirt in her hand? <laughs> Girls don't know about dirt. Boys know about dirt. Boys know about dirt. That's the rules. Boy dirt. <laughs> dirt boy. <laughs> No, he's dead forever. Too bad. <laughs> but, but, ah! it's, good. it's good. Good movie. Good flick. Good movie. Jimmy. Uh, Bruce G. Moriarty. Do you think it's like? <laughs> uh... We can keep talking over the credits, but I do want to scroll back and I want to. Make note of the billing order in the opening credits. Yeah, you can do that. I'll keep I'll keep the true running time, and you go do that. Right. Okay, Atlas Entertainment. Uh, see, here's the thing: is that two and a half hours is still pretty long. Right. And then when you get to the extended, and it's like three hours, and you're like, mm. it's not really that much longer. It's only like ten minutes longer, I think. No, it's like three and a half. I looked; it was like three twenty. That's not true. Hold on. It's not more than three hours long. Okay. Ben Affleck first build Henry Cavill, okay, which is already yeah. bass backwards to me, but whatever. Amy Adams, fair. Jesse Eisenberg, fair. Diane Lane next build. 
Lawrence Fishburne, Jeremy Irons, Holly Hunter. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe it was like on a poster or something where they build Michael Shannon. Gal Gadot. Maybe. Scoot McNary, Callan Mulvey, Tao Okamoto. Scoot. Oh, I think that's what it is. I think Michael Shannon gets like an and or a with. Oh. Oh, no, he doesn't. Whatever, fuck off. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I was wrong. You're just wrong. You're just misremembering completely. There was some weird billing thing. On like Maybe it was like on a poster or maybe it was on IMTP or something. Weird that nobody gets an and or a with, though. Yeah, it's because everyone is important, Jackson. Yeah. This feels like a classic and Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> and also Kevin. With Kevin Costner. Do you think they would ever just, like, not include someone's list? I guess that's not how the Actors Guild works. You can't. Right. Yeah, you would be breaking the law. You, you have, jail. like, your title, which is your full name. Yeah. You can't just be like, and Kevin. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, so, I mean, I don't know. I hope that... In general, people are listening to this before they listen to our Snyder Cut episode. Just yeah, just so you know where we stand, you know. Cause it's fucking listen. It, you can enjoy it being silly. I feel like there's this weird, I, like the way that we like say if a movie is good or bad. I feel like has always been wrong. Like it's the argument of like I love Skittles and I also love lobster. Like they're different <laughs> right. things. Like things can just. Be silly or just be fun. Right. And in this case, we have a meal that's half lobster, half Skittles, and it's great. Just like <laughs> right. it, you know? Exactly. Uh, what it's are your like predictions? It's like Skittle lobster. What are you, okay, so let, I want to do an official game here. Mm-hmm. The Snyder Cut is is three hours, like 40 minutes or something. It's like a, pretty much a four-hour movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is great. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Which is like, good. I like that about that, it. I'm not being sarcastic. I, j- I wish it was longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but how many dream sequences do you think there will be? I think a four hour. Well, okay. So this one was about two and three. a half. There and we three had three movie. per two and a half. So if it's four hours, I think it has to be like four or five, right? Just statistically. I think, I think this is Zack Snyder unleashed, right? This is yeah. him, the studio knows that people are here for Zack Snyder. I well, think he's doing whatever he wants. Like, the fact that they like kept him from doing what he wanted to do with Justice League tells me that he's just gonna go ape shit now that he <laughs> yeah, has a exactly. chance to do what he actually wanted to do. So yeah, I would say like five or six, honestly. I think it's gonna be seven. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be a higher concentration of dreams. I'll be, I'll be on the more conservative side. I'll say five. Yeah. Um, and I just, I hope to God that there's like a dream sequence that lasts like eight minutes. Hold on, wait. King Ling and an instrument made from a human thigh bone performed by monks. Hold on. What? (laughs) Are you just looking at YouTube? We're trying to do a show No, I'm looking at the music for the movie that we just watched. Oh, really? Yes. That's sick. Performed by some monks, an instrument made out of a human thigh bone. Wow. That's pretty sick. That's, That's pretty sick. <laughs> it's a good-ass movie. Uh, yeah, I'm just so hyped. 
And it feels, you know what this is? This is like when you watch the first Christmas movie in December, you know? Yeah. Where it, where it like really hits you. You're like, oh, it's like Christmas, oh, it's Christmas time for real. Like me watching Batman v Superman right now is like, oh, the Snyder Cut's coming out in like three weeks. Like it's happening like yeah. right now. So, I'm so pumped. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Justice League. Uh, Joker wasn't in it. No. Is he gonna be in it in the Snyder Cut? Like, yes. yeah? Yes, he is. Because the Where? thing is, is that it was all stuff that he added in, in reshoots. Uh, ah, when he was yeah, doing cause... his or- original principal photography, the Joker was never going to have been in it. But now, Zack Snyder, as he's going back and reshooting things and adding new scenes, he's deciding to put Jared Leto as the Joker in it. See, I'm a little worried about that, because I think we all definitely did our stamp of disapproval no on Jared Leto's The Joker. Right. But did I not think, like that. I mean, I think it's going to be a very small part, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my prediction, because in the trailer, where he shows up and says, we live in a society. Yes. It, it, fuck, it looks like the fucking dream ballet in this movie that is clearly foreshadowing yeah. something real. So Maybe I can only assume... Maybe the Joker is just the dream ballet, like, personified. That's what I'm thinking. I think that either it's going to be like, oh, it comes to pass that Apocalypse raises the world, and this is, like, the Joker's, like, one of the few survivors, and, like, there's something poetic about Batman confronting the Joker, like, after the entire city in which they have waged their wars in the past is just decimated and nothing yeah. they know exists anymore, which I kind of like. I think it's a fun idea. Or he, it's just, like, the Joker showing up in one of Batman's dream sequences, which I think also, yeah. a fun idea. Fun, yeah. I think it's fun to have, like, the this, like, old version of Batman just, like, be plagued by the Joker just, like, yeah. forever. I think that's fun. I think that's totally fun. It just, like, only lives in his head is, like, kind of a symbolism of, like, his own. Yeah. Own the, the insanity, on you know? Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so hyped. I'm going to look up... I think they published an official runtime. I'm going to look up how long the Snyder Cut is exactly. 24 hours. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd be so into it. Uh, Warner Brothers just said four hours. Which I'm sure is, like, a give or take. It'll probably be, like, three hours, 55 minutes or something like that. Yeah. God. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be so good. Good stuff. And, okay. One of the things I'm most excited for is the updated cyborg stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, the only thing that worked, like, even in the Joss Whedon Justice League. And everybody on that production keeps saying... Everybody on that production keeps saying, like... The cyborg stuff ruled, and a lot of it got cut. And even with it being mangled like it was, it still kind of worked, you know? So I'm like, what's that original yeah. thing look like? Like, that seems like it's going to kind of be sick. I am interested to see if they fix the Flash. <laughs> right, yeah, I don't know. Because he was just nothing. He was like, quite... I mean, it was the Jesse Eisenberg thing. He was just dialed wrong, you know? Yeah. He wasn't playing annoying he just was irritating more often than he wasn't yeah you know? and like they they just played him weird they couldn't decide what they wanted him to be like they right. kind of wanted him to be the kid and they kind of wanted him to be like on the spectrum a little bit and i feel like they just like didn't do anything with him in the end you know right and because what i've heard is that joss whedon is responsible for a lot of the sort of cringy flash stuff because that's like total joss whedon writing you know like, yeah. snarky 
flip sort of banter like that between superheroes. Yeah. Like, that's just, just like, fucking... in its worst form. Exactly. That's like Joss Whedon all over. Um, although I do think, if I remember correctly, I think Joss Whedon did do a pass on the script to just punch it up and make it funnier even before all the drama ensued. Yeah. Like, I think I think there is still going to be some Joss Whedon element in just, like, the original script that Zack Snyder's probably working off of, if I remember yeah. correctly. I don't know. Maybe that'll be it's better, just, maybe it'll be worse, I don't know. The more I think about what Zack, Zack's cut of Justice League is going to be, it's just, it's, it's just going to be completely, totally different. Like, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it really seems like it. Yeah, like, it's not like, oh, it's like an extended cut where they more add more things in. Like, no, it's just going to be a completely different film. Like, like that's just movie. all it's going to yeah. be. I mean, that's what everybody keeps saying. Like, I don't mean, like, everybody, like, people online. I mean, like, cast members and stuff. <laughs> they keep yeah. saying it's, like, it's not even the same movie. It's, like, totally different. Yeah, and because, yeah, there's no way that it wouldn't be. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've basically just recorded a two-and-a-half-hour podcast, so I think we're safe to wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, so but, we should um, be done. <laughs> but, I mean, I might as well just, just plug. Uh, you can follow us at No Nerds Pod. You can follow me at Jepperpack and Adeline at Hollaback Horse. And uh, all that stuff's are in... Excuse me. All of that stuff, there's links in the descriptions of the either the podcast or the... Um, YouTube, where it'll probably go up. I'm not sure. I might try to do, like, an edited version of this where it's, like, a 10 or 15-minute video. It's, like, just all the good stuff with the actual footage over it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, uh, regardless, you can also join our Discord server, which actually kind of rules right now. Yeah, no, it slaps. I was, I was pretty nervous about starting a Discord server. I thought nobody would care and nobody would, like, talk to each other in it. But like we're we're doing good work. We're doing the Lord's I know, work. We've got over a in that fun Discord little gang. Server. We have discussions like every other day. And, like, yeah, pretty much. Good fun times. Every day, somebody's talking about something. Uh, so yeah, Discord server rules. Check it out. Um, and uh, yes, follow <laughs> us on podcast platforms if you're watching on YouTube, or follow us on YouTube if you're watching on podcast platforms. And um, you know. I, I know I'm doing bonus content right now. Well, I do have a, a video essay I'm working on that's, like, basically an entire month late. Whatever. Yep. It's fine. Uh, that That is going to be done in the next couple of days, though, so it'll probably be out by the time this goes up. But I'm, it's fine. I'm balancing work and life very responsibly right now. And uh-huh, who says I'm uh-huh. not? Uh, okay, that's it. Yeah? Thank you. Yeah. And good night. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. It's been, like, two and a half hours. God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.